Welcome to Law MacArthur Live. I am your host, Tim. And over there is Sarah Davis. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Justice camera. There we go. How is everybody doing? Hope they're having a great day. Of course, we are recording this uh, as a podcast as well. So if you're uh, listening to this, uh, we do have uh, probably some videos and images uh, this week. Maybe we pull it out if people want it um, from going to the Bronco off rodeo. So that might, might have some of that, but otherwise uh, just a little bit, but uh, also come over and watch it on YouTube on uh, every Tuesday night at 7 PM. Or if you're watching over here, you want to listen to anyway, you can find your favorite podcasting platforms. So how was your weekend? Busy. Lebo got sick. So <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Lebo got sick. So we were just trying to, Keep the kids occupied. <laughs> <laughs> we were at, we were out of town, so we couldn't help much. But uh, no. yeah, so we enjoyed the weekend in Moab. So it was uh, spontaneous. Jeff went with us. Uh, hadn't taken yeah. him on an off-road trip yet, and I said, "Just come with us." That's what else was different. So, I was picturing. <laughs> yes, you were picturing on Friday and Monday. Yeah. So yeah, we we headed out. Uh, got partway, went like three hours to Colby on Thursday night. And then um, the rest of the day, or rest of it, we got there like mm -hmm. six six thirty or something, and yeah. went into Moab to eat dinner, and then, yeah, great. Also hosted the member live, for the yep. most part by myself. Yep, because my internet was going in and out. We went through a snowstorm, Colorado. That was kind of fun. Slipper mode comes in handy. Um, yeah, they keep selling the trucks back there. Yeah, we have <laughs> different truck <laughs> Everyone's like, "There's a new truck back there." Yep, they they keep selling them. Well, by this week on the live stream, we think by this time mm. next week, we'll have our backdrop here. Yes. So, so but I yeah. still be able to see that light above it. How to gauge if your sales team is doing their jobs correctly, <laughs> you have to replace the truck weekly. Well, we have one on the showroom that's already sold, but it's still out there. So. Well, but that one's kind of expected that it stays inside. <laughs> GT500 Heritage Edition. All right. And the, the Brittany Blue. Yep, Brittany Blue. If I uh, bought that and I knew how much it cost, I would not want it outside. Yep. So anyway, I uh, had a great, uh, oh boy, I had a great weekend. Had a lot of fun this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about some of the fun we had. Uh, I had um, at Off Rodeo Moab, um, and it was a great location. Now I've been to three uh, different Moab locations. Um, of course, one is a, a two as a dealer, um, and so I got a chance to see what they look like. So not so. Moab location off-rodeo locations yes for <laughs> off-rodeo locations yes. correct moab being one i've been to the texas one which is really good as well and and nevada they're all pretty good uh, moab is the one that they do things a little differently um in a sense that normally you you learn your the training i call it the training uh section of you know your um you know approach and departure all those things like that um and some of the technical stuff on how the sway bar disconnect works and everything else like that. Typically you do that on a kind of a more of a base camp close to that, do some other things. And then in the afternoon you go and take what you learned and onto the trail. Whereas Moab, everything's on the trail, which is really cool. So you just head out. You, we talk about some of the, some of the major things to get you started that um, you need to know. And then we just head out onto the trail. And then while you're on the trail is like, okay, so here's the obstacles so instead, they're on the trail, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah. And then you eat lunch on the trail instead of at a base camp, which is pretty cool. And then come back. 
Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of fun, but yeah, definitely would recommend Moab. And, uh, so of course we did get our, uh, trail guide of toys, Brian and Melissa, mm-hmm. which was awesome. We'll talk a little more about them in just a little bit. Um, as well as off radio as part of our what's on my mind. So we'll talk about that later. As you can tell from the title too, we're going to talk about four pass points. We're going to talk about how you earn them, how you can use them and something that we just learned recently. And that if you get aftermarket parts put on and you include it in your cardio, what does that look like? And yeah. So anyway, and so we'll talk a little bit about that too as part of it. Is it true? It's not really that it's, anything false out there just so you know what the truth is and how it all works there we'll talk about that too um let's see what else scheduling information We've got a couple of dealer news updates to tell you to be honest i haven't looked over any of it i just printed it off so <laughs> i'll do my best uh but it'll be a lot of fun so we'll talk about some other things um and by the way if you are looking if you're wanting if you're following along with me and you want some stuff if you are looking for some of the content from you know the the trip i did look at my socials so I'm on threads. Um, I'm on X as well. Um, so Ford video guy on those also on Instagram Ford video guy as well. Find some things there. And I did post some stuff on my Facebook, but mostly on Instagram and, mm-hmm. and such. Um, so if you're wanting content and <coughs> if you're wanting some video content from the trail, I'm still going through it all, but, um, my Ford video guy channel, YouTube channel. So check that out. That's all about the Bronco Maverick, you know, fun, things that we're doing outside of work with the uh, vehicles that we own. So definitely want to check that channel out. If you want to see content from that, that's where you're going to find that. So we'll talk about off radio here, but um, some of the other fun stuff we did, uh, we'll be over there. Definitely mm-hmm. want to check that out. So, all right, I'm done advertising that. Um, but let's talk about merch. membership. Did you mention the merch? Merch. Yes, you can get merch right now. I don't know if there's any deals going on right now, but link to our merch site is down in the description. So that's some cool stuff. We'll need that. And we need to add some stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. More designs. More designs. All right. More Me- options. Membership. Membership. Yes. If you would like to become a member, you just hit that join button right there by that subscribe button. Uh, if you are an iPhone user, you have to do things a little bit differently. You have to go up to the, go to your desktop browser, go up to Lily and Big A and request desktop browser at that point you should be able to see it yep so instead of using the youtube app there you would use that and then if you uh, are joined as a member you will see all of the membership content under membership tab and community tab Uh, at that point um, we do a live stream every week and we he does another special lot walk video each week for our members Mm -hmm. and then uh, we will blog on there when we go on trips and such, we'll do quick little shorts and such for you Yep. So. on holidays. Yep. Special content. Um, I think we do pretty good on that. And then also you get a welcome pack. Too. Yes. So the new, the new we usually don't pack. advertise that too much because we want you, we want people to become members because they want more uh, content of, of things. And I, I do talk about some of the things that are on my mind on that lot walk. And, and things like that yeah. so it's more like the after hours talks yeah the last yeah. the past few weeks we've done some after hours talks after the q a yep. and that's more like what we get into with the members yep, yep. 
All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, because I didn't print my sheet, so I'm kind of winging it here. Um, videos from last week. What did we uh didn't? I took the the video we talked about last week or the stuff about the all the Maverick uh, stuff and uh, made its own video. Um, I can't remember what else uh, videos we did. Some other stuff. I did a video about my my Bronco before we left, but I didn't um get that ready. So that was going to go live yesterday, but we didn't get to it. Uh, but we'll do some more. And we got our first RTR Mustang. <laughs> I got a short for that that should go out soon. So our two, and I say, um, really, it's the first, my opinion, I think I don't see any others, the first two complete RTR kits. I know that some dealers have some, uh, their RTRs, but they're missing the grills because the grills just became available. So uh, recently, so ours are the complete kit with the grills. And we have serial number three and four that are done with six coming probably tomorrow or the next day. So we'll have three of the, the first six uh, numbers there so it's kind of cool so all right what else i don't know if anything else any other videos coming probably do a walk around on that some other stuff so yeah i, I have a bunch of shorts planned out all right we'll see we're getting close to the end of the year uh be honest, i need to borrow your truck i think we might be skipping the 26th and not do even do a live stream because there will be no scheduling there mm -hmm. won't be any dealer news updates because yeah. Ford will close down the entire week. Ford headquarters. So there probably won't be any dealer news updates. There won't be any scheduling. Um, so there probably won't be a lot of recall updates or anything. So we're probably going to skip that week. Mm -hmm. um, and that also is the day that um, grandson number four <laughs> is supposed to be coming into this world. So yes. Probably yep. be a little busy with that. So we'll see. Uh, we'll let you know. We'll keep you updated on that. Definitely we'll have a live stream next week. So. Uh, we'll see how it goes from there. But we're only, believe it or not, we're only a couple of weeks from Christmas, folks. Less than two weeks away. It's wild. Yeah. I need help with my wife's gift. Gas got ideas. Um, all right. Ooh, I know. Okay. We'll talk later. All yes. right. Anything else uh, other than that? How's everybody doing? You want to talk? Let's talk about, let's, let's, in, let's talk about our members. Yep. I've been. Who all's in here? You ready a for lot. That? Yeah. We have a lot. <clears throat> if you ever guys see that little slide there that's that's our moderator <laughs> ridgeview yep yep uh this is not a member but he's like tim just ignoring sarah's request to borrow his truck <laughs> i just have to go to his house i know where he keeps the keys and everything you know yeah i mean you know <laughs> hey you know the, we'll talk more later during the, the bronco stuff but um, you know, Jeff drove the Bronco, your mom drove the Bronco off road and everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I only got it like a third of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I took it off road <laughs> for a full day. Yeah. You get the whole trail. We didn't even switch off. Nope. Uh, it's the way I felt it off rodeo. <laughs> so she got in to, to do some parts and sections. And so then it would stop and look at some of the scenery and such. And we go to get back in and, and she got back to the, the Bronco pretty fast. She was jumping in the driver's seat. I'm like, this is, it's over. <laughs> I'm not getting it back. <laughs> went down one of the little spots. So it, Actually, it's in the little intro, yeah. the, the, the pre-stream thing. And, and she went down it and she goes, Oh, no stopping her now. <laughs> so we definitely need a second Bronco. <laughs> Or we're gonna have to go with the less hard, harder trails and hit the Maverick too. But yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, let's see, we have RR Raptor first again. He's been first several weeks in a row. Yeah, I saw him uh, earlier. I saw them chatting yeah. in there. We have Jolie Mike. 
Hello, what's up, everyone? Marine Vet is here. He says he's been trying to stay off the trails while they're snowy. He doesn't want to scratch up his Broncos since he has a new one coming. Tell you what, it was. I went through a snowstorm in Colorado just went Friday. It was crazy. But. Uh, we have Clarence Roller, Tin, waiting, and only four thumbs up. Come on, hit that like button. Thank you. We have Craig. Hey, everyone. Brandon Jones uh, said, Howdy, Ridgeview. Uh, for Thanks for the seat cover suggestions. They're talking about Maverick accessories. We have Francis Arrigo. I had fun chatting with you today. How's everyone? We have Mab Sim. Look at that. Made it to a live. There you go. We have Misty Novotny, and I think I saw down below she's listening while wrapping gifts. <laughs> you have to have gifts purchased to wrap them. <laughs> right? Mom does all of that for you. Yeah, she does. Uh, we have Oak oh, Map Sim also said, yay, seven months. Oh, yeah. And, and he made it to live. <laughs> He usually, checks, he usually makes it to the member lives. But. Yeah. I finally found, while trying to find something else while you were gone, I finally found the Ford logo so I can make new little member logos. Oh, okay. That have more of a color theme and thought process to them than just neon colors. Hmm. Ghostang. Hello, everyone. We have Rushman. Oh, Alan's been a member for 24 months, two years. Wow, two years. We have Jim Hughes. Hello, all. Deke Marshall. Howdy. Sean Watkins. Uh, Montauk. We had a little gift. Well, speak of him. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Got a nice gift from him. Thank you very much. Sent Sarah. Oops, I got it upside down. Although that shows your address, so. Well, the dealership. Yeah. Thirty four fifty South Ninth. We know what dealership. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess this yeah. wasn't sent to the house. You're right. Um, pears. We got M and M. I love these. These. Oh, these are mine. I don't know what else is in here, but yeah, chocolates. chocolates all kinds of goodies. I got some chocolates, some baklava. Some moose munch. I got a tower yeah. of little gift gift boxes. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was like a gift yeah. box tree. Nice and some pears. Yep. To give to the wife. <laughs> so I get the candy. No. Anyway. So thank you. We did get those today. Lonnie says thank you. Yep. And he uh, says, I'm looking forward to seeing Kansas in the spring. We have Niles, who is one of our moderators. He is also a Law MacArthur employee, so he knows all things aftermarket. So if you have any aftermarket questions, go ahead and drop them with an at Niles Gridley. I saw he posted a nice little video on his, uh, uh, like some drones shot of the RTR Mustang. He's Lama working on some. Yes. So we got some stuff coming. We have Jack Evans. Welcome, welcome. We have our Quibido. Um, alarm worked. I'm here on time. <laughs> Bill Newman, good yeah. evening. I have to set an alarm <laughs> to be on time. 
like, oh, you got 15 minutes. <laughs> Don't forget. We have Deke Marshall Moab looked like a blast. Yes. Mike M was also going in on that one. I saw some of your Moab videos. Yep. Some of our members are they're checking your feed a lot. Good. We have Midcoast Maine. Hey everyone. Clarence Roller, why don't off rodeos have TV or off-roaders have TV cameras on their front bumpers so they can see what rocks are in their way. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I was gonna say the higher yeah. trim does. Yeah. If you if you get <clears throat> if you get like high package or above, or now it's high high lux, then yes, you have a front camera. When you go into four low, that camera comes on. It's right by the right under that the Bronco emblem. Now I installed a front a dash cam on mine, yes, so that I could see it. But it's like really and small, it's, it's like that big. So I, still, it is kind nothing. of difficult to do. It took us a while to figure out how to wire it inside, but we were also doing it at ten o'clock at night in the dark. Yep, we did that. Accomplished that in September. But yep, so that came in handy. Your mom never used it, but I did. I didn't use it when I was driving. I didn't like to look at it because I. <laughs> I know my lines. Did you, did you see Wipeout Hill? <laughs> I used it. <laughs> <coughs> I feel I there because... are times where, yes, you can use it and it is helpful. But for me, I know my boundaries. So like in Colorado where you have smaller rocks and you aren't having to worry about going off and such. Yeah. It, it's easier to just know the bounds of my vehicle and know where my tires are going and, you know, work myself that way. Well, I had a 32 degree down look at that hill and i couldn't see nothing <laughs> that camera wait, going handy. <laughs> we have daniel martin happy tuesday sean watkins i wait i already did, did that one. Oh, but i wanted to highlight this uh this comment what is your favorite location planning our trip now for next year been thinking of texas or vegas and we're going to answer that here in a little bit right yeah yeah uh do off rodeo or do not off rodeo there is no try <laughs> from Mr. Ragnarcon. Uh, Kevin Ryan with a thumbs up. We have Vols 44. Well, MacArthur, any ideas? The silver backing for two, which I answered. We're, we're going to work on that. Anthony, Sp I don't know how to say your name, but Sparachio, I think. Um, hi, Tim. Hi, Sarah. And then Alan at 24 months. And Elizabeth at not as long as Alan or others. LOL. 15 is a long time. <clears throat> Means you've uh, come and watched her live streams for yeah. over a year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's who I had. Let's see. Bill Newman is here. Um, I think that's the only one I saw that I didn't grab earlier. All right. <clears throat> okay. We did get uh, someone sent us a good dealer a moment. Um, but uh, we'll do something. Yeah, we got a couple. But we're going to save those because I want something a little different. Not really a good dealer, but just a good people. Good people, I should say. So I want to talk about going to off rodeo. I, I, we got a chance and we already knew them. We met them in Colorado, Brian and Melissa Clark. They are just awesome people. And, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about them and give him a, a shout out. So, and I, a lot of the trail guides 
are uh, and all the off radios are are some are the same. They are passionate about off road and passionate about helping people learn how to use their vehicle. And so we're going to talk more about that in just a little bit, but um, especially them because they took the time and uh, and uh, talked to us for a long time, and we took them out to dinner one night, and uh, just nice, nice people that love helping people and learn how to use their vehicle more and more, and uh, they're really awesome uh, people. So I just want to shout out to them and to all the off-radio trail guides out there because they're all uh, super awesome and want to help people out, but uh, especially those two that um, spent a lot of time with us in Colorado on three different trail rides. Plus this weekend were our trail guides uh, for Moab. We requested them, or uh, I did, um, for that, and we uh, were lucky to get them. But, so good people there. And, and you know, it really kind of notes the Bronco community in general. Everyone, Maverick community as well is the same way. Just super awesome people. You know, don't forget, I've, I mentioned, it's been a while since I've mentioned it, but get connected with the community and find your local people and everything. Uh, I know I struggle here, but there's a lot of, you know, get to those Bronco events and such. And uh, I know sometimes you're like apprehensive to go to those on your own or whatever, but go to those events. You'll meet uh, new friends. Uh, a lot of people at those that you can have common uh, things and, you know, things in common with, you know, with the Bronco and such. It's so fun to, to see what they're doing with theirs, you know, and that kind of thing. And uh, just, just, it's just awesome. So go ahead and, and jump in and go to those events because it's really awesome. So, and including off radio, if you have it in your budget for that. All right. So that's that. <clears throat> Next is scheduling, which again, I didn't look at my notes. So I'm just going to have to go for it. But all right. We ready for that? Which one? Good dealer? Scheduling. Oh, scheduling. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm reading through <clears throat> comments. They, I had 48 chats while I was shouting out members. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Get those questions ready now. We're going to, we're going we're to cover scheduling information. If you have questions specific to scheduling, we'll answer those after we go through the scheduling information um, before moving on to dealer news and recalls and such uh, so that we can kind of, you know, keep that together. And that's also good for when we separate that video, this part of the video, or live stream out into its own video for tomorrow for people that just want to get that information having the questions sometimes helps them so i, I include those questions so uh feel free to, to tag sarah on those when we go through scheduling information here so all right let's do this all right so this week's scheduling information i might have to wear my glasses since i didn't some of these if i already read it and look them over then it's a little bit easier and green with the blue looks kind of weird okay all right first let's start off with our information terms here. All right, so uh, just going to go over terms again uh, this week. Um, for those of you who watch every week, sorry I'm boring you, but just click ahead just a little bit <laughs> unless you're watching it live. Uh, order banks, uh, that is where the customers, the orders are placed, whether it be a stock order for a dealer or for a retail order. And a retail order is a customer-placed order. So that's when you go into the dealership and they don't have something in stock you want and you custom order a vehicle. That's called a retail order. Stock orders where a dealership places uh, an order in there. If they have alloc if they get, we're going to talk about allocations in a second. <clears throat> they may need those stock orders um, because they're getting enough allocations and they don't have a lot of retail orders. Then they'll put some stock orders in. Um, priority code. This is a priority that a dealer gives to the orders. Uh, anywhere from a, now, they do it from 03 to 19 is a retail order. 20 to 80 is stock. Um, lower the better. So that's why retail orders are always looked at before a stock order. 
sell, which is, you know, in Ford's mind, it's, it's that's a sold vehicle. Uh, so they want to give that priority over the others. Now, scheduling that is when Ford schedules an order for production dates in the future months. So we're going to be talking about that today when we talk about when we go through each model of what dates they're scheduling for in the future. Now, production date is when Ford plans to build your vehicle. They'll first get scheduled to the week, and then they'll get scheduled to the day as it gets closer to that production week. Uh, allocations. Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule the orders that they have in an order bank. A dealer needs an allocation to schedule an order in the order bank, whether it be a retail or a stock order. And a, a dealer earns those allocations from their sales volume for each model within the within the region. So there's there's a complex formula there to get their allocations. Some of it is based on the sales. Some of it is based on the inventory that they currently have for that specific model. Uh, constraints, those are options that may be in short supply or maybe take longer. Uh, you know, if they if the capacity is a low number, then that may take longer to get it scheduled because of that, um, which the capacity, that's where I just talked about. Capacity is a planned production rate for given motor trim or option. So and then the constraint would be to where if they have more orders than their capacity, that would be the constraint of the certain option. Uh, job one and two, uh, that is production run within a model year. They usually split that. Uh, they make some small changes, significant. Some of them depends on, you know, because of a supply issue, they may make a change. If they can't get a certain thing, uh, then they'll make those changes in the middle of the year. And that's what they would call at that point job two. Uh, and then balance out, that's the end of production, where they're balancing out a particular model or an option, that kind of thing. So, all right. So there's that. All right. So let's talk about Mustang first. All right, so uh, this week it looks like they are scheduling, let's uh, say, February cleanup commitment. So they are going to be scheduling. And cleanup means that anybody that has an allocation that hasn't been used, they want to clean that allocation up so it doesn't move up to, to next week or to the next month. So they want to go ahead and, and take care of that. So they are scheduling for production weeks, January, the weeks of January 1st through February 26th. So a couple months there that they're scheduling for. Um, and it does say uh, dealers with a balance to schedule dark horse. Um, don't forget, you must uh, take off the dark horse handling package to get that order uh, to get it to schedule or your allocation may be lost. And the order banks are open up right now for the 24 model year uh, Mustang. And there's currently only 992 unscheduled retail orders. There may be stock ones, but that's the retail orders. That's not counting dark horse. Um, and there's really nothing in us really constrained other than maybe GT performance package, uh, which are going to be limited to just retail orders. Uh, stock orders cannot uh, choose the performance package on their vehicle. Um, night, po night pony package is as well a little bit, but uh, those numbers are within uh, to what that, I mean, there's only 992 unscheduled orders, so it shouldn't take too long to get your Mustang scheduled. There you go. Um, all right, next is the 24 model year escape. Um, and they are scheduling this week um, for production weeks in January and February as well, just like with the Mustang. Um, so the weeks of January 1st through the weeks of February 26th. Um, and on the escape, there's currently only 437 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, most of which about 20, about a fourth of them are plug-in hybrid orders. Uh, so the capacity on that is seven percent. So within a you know production month, you know seven percent of the built the escapes built will be plug-in 
So it's a pretty low number with 27%. So we're talking about 100 of those orders being plug-in hybrid. Capacity, I don't know what their production run is for a month, but with only 7%, they may not get them all scheduled. So if you have a plug-in, just keep that in mind. Um, order banks are open up for the 24-mile-year escape right now, just so you know that. All right. So Broncos Sport is next, 24-mile-a-year. Um, they are scheduling this week for production dates the works of January 1st through February 26th. Um, they probably will schedule this week. Uh, I think last week they did end up canceling their um, scheduling um, at the last minute. Uh, we had some that were previewing and then didn't get scheduled. Um, so that will pro they'll probably run this week. Uh, it does say no scheduling for the Badlands trim until mid-March. Um, and then limited availability options is the convenience package, which you'd find on the Big Ben. Uh, or the freewheeling, and then also your front and rear splash guards. Of course, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, get your aftermarket stuff uh, with your dealer. It'll help speed up yours getting selected for scheduling. Also, exhaust availability for the 2.0 EcoBoost, which that's your Badlands, so we already know that's not going to, they're not going to schedule. Tech package also that's optional on the, the Outer Banks is exhausted, and then black appearance package on the Big Bend is also exhausted. So, and some people might ask right here, What's limited versus exhausted? Um, they're just saying, you know, exhausted would be like very rare that you're going to get scheduled because they have very few supplies for whatever for whatever re reason on that particular package. Like in this case, the black appearance package, which is optional on the Big Ben, evidently is exhausted because either they've already scheduled about all that they had planned, so there may be only room for one or two. A limit availability means that they've scheduled most of them, but they probably has some limit, a few that they can uh, squeeze in into slots. So uh, we'll see that on some of these uh, these different trims. Now, the order banks are open up for the 24-model-year Bronco Sport. Currently, only 207 retail orders unscheduled in the order bank, so not that many at all. Um, and half of those, about 100, are Badlands. So when you look at it that way, 54% of the orders in the order bank are Badlands. And uh, so, you know, that's that's a high number and about half are also freewheeling. So you got about 100 orders that are Badlands, 100 that are freewheeling. So if you have something else that you want to order, it'll probably get scheduled pretty fast because, you know, most of the people are waiting on one of those two. So um, and the order banks are open up for that. So. All right. Um, 24 model year edge uh, is scheduling this week. Cleanup commitment again for dealers that have an allocation and uh, what they can try to schedule what they can they're scheduling for the weeks of february 20 or february 5th through the weeks of march 4th um so they are trying to finish out uh it doesn't say balance out yet but we know edges is, is sunsetting soon uh means it's going away uh exhaust availability is the 18 inch sil uh, split spoke sparkle silver painted aluminum wheel that's a wheel option 64f um, which I think is a standard wheel on the SE, if I remember right. Um, and the order banks are open up for um, most of your edges because they need some orders except for the ST. Um, so you, if you want to put one in, there's uh, 701 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. So some people did take advantage of going ahead and ordering and that order bank getting up, uh, opened up back up again. Um, really nothing's really constrained other than the ST. So, all right. 24 model year ranger scheduling this week we've said this week and go back to scheduling this is the week they're doing that um it says no scheduling for stock orders 
unless they are a stock Raptor order. Um, so you might ask, why would there be a stock Raptor? Well, if a dealership doesn't have people that put in a retail order, but they get that that their one uh, Raptor allocation, then they would use their stock one. Otherwise, they would use the retail order, of course, first. Um, so there you go. No stock scheduling, retail only for the Ranger. Order banks are open up for the 24 model year Ranger. Uh, there's currently 4,481 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank with no constraints on their constraint list, which is nice seeing a bunch of blinks there. All right. Uh, 24 model year Bronco. They are scheduling this week. It says, please submit Raptor orders to in order to fit availability. So they're saying order it to, to where it's available. Um, for Raptor orders, will require a mix in the order bank. 70% of the orders uh, can have the optional beadlock wheel, 64T, and 30% can have the standard wheel. 50% uh, can have leather interior and 50% vinyl interior. So that's kind of the capacity mix. So we're talking about capacity earlier. That would be the mix for the Raptor. Um, important note says for Heritage Standard Order Bank is closed for stock in retail ordering. For Heritage Limited Order Bank is closed for retail ordering. So, so they can put in a stock stock one. And why you might see that is that every dealer gets one Heritage Limited order. So if they didn't have a customer that wanted to order with them, then they can still get their they get they get their Heritage Limited order. So then they can put the stock one in instead. Uh, that's the way we did it, and then we just sold it uh, the way it was. Um, the order banks are open up right now for the 24 model year Bronco. And let's see, there's currently only 4,750 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank, which is a very low number, um, very low. Uh, so Ford is doing a great job getting caught up on that. They probably could schedule close to most of those, you know, within a month. Now, they're, this and here, they're going to fill in uh, the last allocation. So we probably won't see, you know, all those get scheduled this month, but I wouldn't see why we don't see those get scheduled for next month. So um, let's see. Anything over capacity? I mean, uh, the the black diamond technically is fifty percent, but with the the number as low as it is, uh, if you guys see these sheets, these um, ca capacity um, commodity sheets out there online, you have to understand what you're reading and what you're understanding. So when it says the retail U.S. order bank and it shows a percentage of fifteen percent, like this is a black diamond fifteen percent, you got to remember that fifteen percent is based on that four thousand seven hundred fifty orders. But the U.S. capacity is based on what their production run is. So even though it looks like they're over capacity in Black Diamond, you know, there's more too many Black Diamond orders. That's not really the case when you figure in what their capacity is and how many they can schedule within a production month. So you have to keep that in mind that those numbers don't always work when the when the production numbers are real low, or the I mean the unscheduled orders are real low. At this point, I in my feeling is unless you're waiting on a Heritage Edition two door order or well really heritage orders you shouldn't have a problem getting anything scheduled um here's a situation everglades only 27 unscheduled everglades orders in the order bank i know that it's and, and this is one where people are going to look at and go so they're not scheduling everglades yes they are it's just it says zero percent there because somebody whoever's job it was <laughs> didn't do their job and update that with a correct number of production which i from what i understand is 1.5 percent on the Everglades for this year. So that just didn't get updated. So only 1% of the orders in the order bank are Everglades. The production runs 1.5%. So all the Everglades could get scheduled within a month, right? So 
really, I, I feel like on the Bronco, unless you're looking for a Heritage, Heritage Unlimited, or a Raptor, you could pick about anything in there and with about any configuration, unless you load up too many aftermarket stuff in there, um, you should get scheduled pretty quickly. Um, and I would feel confident in that, you know. Um, and also this sheet does show 0% for manual transmission. That is not correct. There's only 240 manual transmission orders in the order rank. That's 5%. I don't know what that number is. They haven't actually told us yet, but it's not 0%. Um, even if it's 5%, we're good, right? So anyway, feel free to – I guess what I'm saying is feel free to order what you want on the Bronco. Um, of course, you can't order ever, uh, the Heritage Edition anyway, um, and it shouldn't take too long to get scheduled. So, again, does rely on dealer orders and allocations. Um, we have, I think, 9, 10 unsch unscheduled orders in there. Um uh, outside of the heritage two doors. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to probably see that happening uh, pretty soon where we're not going to have any retail orders and we're going to be ordering stock ones. So that's coming up real short. All right. So that's that. Um, 24 model year Maverick, uh, cleanup scheduling again, dealers that have allocations like us, we do not, uh, dealers that do, and, uh, they are looking for orders that will fulfill, what they have availability for and i will tell you excel is not it right now so i just have that from a source um production weeks they are scheduling for the weeks of january 1st through february 26th i know they schedule a lot of late february ones last week for some people from what i understand um here's some of the the news here limit availability for the xl version um so keep that in mind whether it be front uh, front wheel drive or all-wheel drive very limited so we're talking ecoboost or hybrid there uh, also, limit availability for the hybrid engine, um, limit availability for the black appearance package, which actually is for uh, was is new. Actually, that was actually told, you know, hey, putting that on there could help you, especially on an XLT. But that's unlimited for this week. And the tires that are available only on the XL and XLT, the um, 225, 65R17 oh, season tires are limit availability as well. Exhaust availability is on your tonneau cover. And if you've watched the live stream for any bit of time, you'll know. I tell you, don't put those on your orders anyway. Order banks are open up, including the XL. So that was would have been an is it true for um, but for this week. But anyway, so there is some out there on the forums. People think that you can't order an XL. That is not true. You can order an XL. Just be, pre be prepared to wait uh, a little bit, especially if you want a hybrid XL. Um, so there you go. Um, and I think it's... Like there has to do something with the tires that are on the XL and suppliers. All right. So let's look at this. So let's see how many orders are unscheduled. So there's currently 21,212 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, that is not that many. Uh, they produced 13,000 last month. So keep that in mind in their production run as we move forward. Um, and so it does show as we get closer to those numbers being lower, some of these numbers on what's on the, the percentage of the orders, those numbers can go up and look really skewed. So like this report shows 81% of the unscheduled retail orders for the hybrid, 81% of them are hybrid. Um, that seems really high, but remember 81% of 21,000 is still, still can be scheduled within a couple months. So again, you got to learn how to read these reports and that's what I'm here for. 20, uh, XL is 59%, uh, and it shows capacity of 23. Well, that just means that, um, 59% of, you know, the 21,000, it's a little over 10,000. Well, 
25% of 13,000, what is that number? So you got to look and, and kind of read this uh, that way. So I've, I've talked about it before. If you have questions, we can talk about it later, but um, there you go. Uh, most everything is within constraints other than like XL hybrid. Those are the things. If you're wanting a gas EcoBoost, you want an XLT, good to go. Order it up and it won't take, it shouldn't probably get it scheduled pretty fast. <clears throat> All right. 24 model year Explorer. Um, so they are scheduling this week for production weeks of January 1st through February 26th um, for dealers that have allocations, of course. Um, exhausted availability on a lot of things. Limited version, the Platinum version, XLT version, the Timberline version, King Ranch, ST line. And it does say also 20-inch carbonized gray painted 10-spoke wheel and the 20-inch premium painted aluminum wheel, uh, which is wheel 649. Again, exhausted availability means that they don't have, you know, they're almost out and can't fulfill a lot of slots um, for dealers if they have those orders. And then limit availability is the 2.3 EcoBoost engine and the two-wheel drive version. <clears throat> so you're better off going 4 by 4 on your Explorers. Order banks are open up for the 24 model year Explorer. Don't forget, they're only producing vehicles for four months. <clears throat> January, February, March, and April. So keep that in mind. And also keep in mind that King Ranch and Timberline will not be available next year or 24, 25 model year. Um, there are currently only 268 unscheduled orders in the order bank for the Explorer. 24 model year expedition. <clears throat> no scheduling this week. Um, so just so you know that order banks are open up for 24 expedition. And there's currently only 715 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, looks like some people listened either to me or to their dealer and took off those platinum optional wheels, or I mean, um, the standard wheel, they put the optional wheel because the percentage of the, the platinum standard wheel went down this week. So that's good to know that people are paying attention to that and dealers are paying attention to help their customers. So <clears throat> 24 model year mock E, uh, it looks like it is scheduling for dealerships that have allocations. Um, they are scheduled for the weeks of January 1st through February 19th. Um, order banks are open up for the select and the premium trim. Uh, ST or the GT, I'm sorry, and the rally not available yet. Uh, they are closed, and actually they put it on here this week. The GT version is closed. Um, there you go. So you can go ahead and order. Um, let's see here. There are currently only 30 unscheduled retail orders for the Maki and the order bank. Um with 73% of them being non-GT, of course. Well, that makes sense. Um, and then also 60% of them being the LFP standard range battery. So also something to note. All right, moving on. Uh, 24 model year Super Duty. So uh, scheduling for production weeks at Kentucky Truck Plant. That's usually most of your, um, most truck uh, are made in Kentucky. Uh, they'll, they are scheduling for the weeks of January 1st through February 19th. And in Ohio truck plant, which is usually cabin chassis, some of those more commercial trucks, they're scheduling for the weeks of February 12th and the week of February 19th. Um, limit availability for the F550 and the limited version. Um, you can't get a limited 550, so it's two separate. So limit available for the F550, limit availability for the limited. It's <laughs> kind of funny. Um, also, unlimited availability for the uh, tire that's on that's optional on the F600 XL and XLT. That's the uh, tire code is TGU 
That's the 245-70R, 19.5 black black sidewall traction tire. Also, the tire that's uh, standard on the F600 XL and XLT. So pretty much your F600s are a problem because both wheels, whether it be the standard or the optional wheel or tire, I mean, is limit availability. So that tire is tire TD5, which is the 245-70R, 19.5G black sidewall. All right. And then also limit availability for um, option code 64E. That's the 18-inch machine and painted aluminum wheel, which is included with the Tremor off-road package. So if you have a Tremor off-road package, you may not get scheduled again. Limit availability doesn't mean it's not – there's not a chance. It's just that, again, it's just a small chance because they need to fill in. And these are some things that they're in short supply on. Uh, also, uh, 64J option, which is the 17-inch forged polish aluminum wheel um that is standard on the lariat and platinum f350 optional on the xl and xlt f350 so keep that in mind um i assume the dually one is what they're talking about um and then sek frame um so that's back on here it does say um optional on the f450 f550 and 600 um, with the 169-inch dually, the reason I laugh, it says 7.3 diesel again. Uh, <laughs> I told them about that. They said they were going to correct it, but evidently somebody dropped the ball. All right. Also, limit availability for the 193-inch wheelbase, which is optional on the XL, XLT, F450, F550, 600 chassis cabs, in the 203-inch uh, wheelbase fuel tank with the low-sulfur diesel fuel uh, 98L option. And then also the lug nut cap available on the F250, F450 pickup with four-wheel drive, single rear wheel, the 20-inch chrome wheels, or the 20-inch polished and dark carbonized gray high-gloss alloy wheel. So uh, order banks are open up for the 24-model year Super Duty. Uh, there's currently 21,736 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um and again, those upper trims, you know, King Ranch Platinum Limited, those are the hard ones that are going to get you to, for you guys to get scheduled. Um, Lariat is well within capacity. Uh, Tremor is, except for, you know, now we've seen that that uh, was the wheel is uh, an issue. That may uh, be a struggle for you. But um, and then unless you're looking for this, the high output diesel engine, the other engines are within capacity. Um, so that might be something for you to, to consider whether or not you can go with just the, the standard 6.7 liter diesel engine. Um, so it's a good engine. So you'll be all right. Um, 24 model year F-150. Um, looks like they are scheduled for the week of February 19th. Um, says, please submit Raptor 801A order to fit the availability. So they uh, last week we didn't see 802 or 803A listed. This week now they are they are bringing it back into uh, this. So evidently they scheduled some of those last week and cannot schedule anymore. Only way you're going to get a Raptor schedule looks like this week is if it's an 801A order type, which is your standard Raptor. Limit availability for the tonneau cover pickup box. And order banks are open up for the 24 model year F-150 with only 4,464 unscheduled retail orders, not counting Raptor or Lightning. And about everything's within capacity. You shouldn't, you shouldn't really... Uh, struggle uh, with an F-150 order, maybe Lariat Black Appearance Package. Uh, that's close, but still, even at that one, you should be okay there. So, All right, uh, 24 model year F-150 Lightning. Uh, they are scheduled for the week of February 19th as well. Um, no constraints listed. 
The order banks are open up for the 24 model year. Feel free to put those orders in. Uh, we're taking orders with a discount. So if you're interested in that and want to get uh, some information on it, uh, contact us. We can help you out with that. Um, yeah, no constraints or anything. Um, that's all I have to say about that. 24 model year transit. Uh, they are scheduled for the weeks of February 12th or the week of February 19th. Um, limit availability for the high roof long van, the high roof extended passenger van, the high roof long passenger van, the low roof passenger van, the medium roof passenger van. Hope you don't need a passenger van. Uh, the 36, 360 degree camera for the ice orders. That would be your non um, electric, all electric ones. That's option 61D. Also, heavy duty cargo flooring, which is option 61B, is limited. 360 degree camera. Um, they mentioned it twice. Do they not like use? Do they not look these over? I don't know. Anyway, um, deal with the digital rear view mirror, option 90C, the 15 passenger seating, option 96P, and the dark palazzo gray cloth 10 way power drive power heated driver and 10 way power heated passenger which is option 21 q is also limited so order banks are open up for 24 model year transit with only 6,000 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank and uh yeah you already got the capacity all the capacity things there so there we go so let's uh go ahead and open it up for q a You got some Q's and A. I got if you got Q's, I got A's. Hopefully, um, the I do have news. The Ford building price for Maverick is down. Like it's you can't get onto it. It's not loading. That's probably why people are trying to rumor that you can't order. Remember That's the build why. Ford building price is not where Although, you order. So just so you no, know that it's not. And Law MacArthur's, if you're trying to build out something or look up something, Law MacArthur's building price is up. It is up. It's running. So, so if you're trying there. to build something out, go on over there. We have it, and it's yep. almost more, more accurate. <clears throat> yeah, it's just as accurate. Well, it should be accurate. We go, we usually try to go through that and pick and yeah. pick it apart if it's uh, if it's wrong. Tim is like the that. one that goes through and picks it apart, and then he actually has the contact to be like, "Hey, yeah." This needs bit fixed. Unlike with Ford, where you're like, you're missing mirrors on this graphic. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Yes, we do. All right. Um, did you answer? Sorry. Got that one. Oh, do you know how many unscheduled Super Duty F450 orders are in the order bank? No, they put all Super Duties in together. They don't separate out 450s versus 350s versus 250s. They put them together. Any idea on the time frame? If you're scheduled for the week of 1-1 one, one on Bronco, what type of delivery expectation should there be? It's hard to tell because... They'll usually takes about four weeks once it's built, but again, it you know there could be some delay in building. It can move it back, so I don't like to say anything until you actually get that that you've been built. So once you get that email that says your vehicle is built or your vehicle is shipped, I like I like seeing that one first. You know, once you see that email that says your vehicle's been shipped, then figure about four weeks from that time, and you're pretty close. Um, having a production week of one one, don't expect it to one. 
you know, don't, don't, don't necessarily expect it in February 1st. Right. Um, I wait for that. It's been shipped. Then no, cause you can ask Francis and he's in our group here yeah. where his was built right before the, the went on strike. Um, and then once the strike was over and everything, it took several weeks before it actually got shipped. So I don't like to say four weeks cause then we would have been two months behind yeah. actually getting it. Right. So there you yep. go. Um, is for the 24 Bronco model year sync for BNO system. Are, do they still contain built-in nav and not just connected? Okay, so they there is connected nav, um, and then there's built-in connected nav. So usually the built-in gets you a longer subscription. I believe they went to a one-year subscription across the board on all those. Right. If I remember right, well, Ragnarok can probably. Yeah, he just said connected with a one-year connected built-in nav is no more. Well, yeah. They, okay, so what? So basically, what Ford did was they called it connected. And they gave you thirty days, or, or like, or I mean, three months. Uh, that was called connected, and then built-in connected means you basically got three years. Right. Okay. So now they that do the standard connected nav with a one-year trial rather than ninety day. Yes. So they don't call it built-in because yeah, because you're not getting three years. So yeah. Because of, most people that. lease for three years. Yeah. That's, or, or maybe trade before then but yeah so that's that's the wording and that's basically if you knew whether or not you had the three year you had the three three months was if you had that word built it in built in there what meant you got the three years but now they just call it connected nav and it's a one year so then after that you have to sign up for that which i use android auto so plug the phone in it keeps my phone charged and gets me there all right okay so Nick P has a question. That's a two-parter because you can't okay. put it all in one. Yep. I saw one earlier. So no. Hi. Love you guys. Question is if I ordered a 23 Super Duty limited in October of 2022 and received confirmation of order from Ford and it never got scheduled. So I went back to my dealer and reordered it under the same number. And now I got scheduled date 11-6 of 23 for a 24. Do I get any kind of price discount or money from Ford? All right. Um, it's a great question. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I covered it. I don't know if there's any private offers. Now, if what they did do is for people that had a 22 order that got scheduled in 23, they got a $5,000 private offer for 22 is going to 23. But anyway, anybody from 23 to 24, they did not because the dealers are supposed to only take as many as they could get. Um, but with that said, if there are still some people from 22, they probably will still get their $5,000, but I was going to look up and see if I had information on that, um, and see if I had any dealer news updates for super duty on that. So let me look at my report here. Um, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any news that shows that they are going to give a private offer. Um, it's like, hey, that's a good question. So uh, I'm usually can answer both of those questions, but that's a situation where I don't know if they're going to still give you your $5,000 private offer or not. So, cause I know going for 22 to 23, they got $5,000 uh, if they got their 23, but since you didn't get your 23, which you should have, which means your dealership probably took more orders than they were supposed to. Wait, did he order a 22 or did he order a 23? He ordered in 20. Oh, so he ordered in 20, a 23 model year. So you ordered yes. in October of 22. Oh, so you ordered a 23 model year. Yes. So 
because dealers were told, here's how many orders you should take. If you didn't get scheduled, then I don't think there's a private offer for you. Yeah. If you had a 22 model year going to 23, you were supposed to get 5,000. So um, in that situation, you probably will not get a private offer. Yes. Also, if you are curious to see if you do have a private offer, uh, you can call Ford Customer Service and they can usually look it up for you. Mm -hmm. As well as your dealer, if they're willing to check. Yes. Some are not. All right. All right. Brandon Jones has one. If I wanted to place a 24 model year Maverick in January and it's scheduled basically immediately, would late April be a great general time for frame for delivery? I think, um, okay, I don't know if they're going to be scheduling in, in December because normally you, you, you start scheduling for, um, you know, the next model year about or the next month about this time. And I think because Christmas lies in those two weeks, the reason we saw them scheduling for two months through February is that we won't see scheduling again until January. So if you order now, it'd probably be a January scheduling for a March build date mm -hmm. with April-ish expectations for delivery. So if you could get scheduled right yeah. away, then you could probably Because I know you guys one. had said that you were going to wait for 25 because I think you had some purchases going on lately with a couple of things. Yeah. Um, you guys wanted to wait till 25, but if you're ready, we can place that. It's He wants to place a Tremor or an FX4 order. So they need the 4K yeah. tow package, so it would probably be an FX4 since you can't get 4K with Tremor, right? Um, yes, you cannot get 4K with Tremor. So it would be an FX4 with a 4K tow package. So, yeah. Yeah. But there you go. You can always call and chat with us on that, Brandon. All right. Any other scheduling questions? Um, do you anticipate one or more <clears throat> job twos and updated or guides for any models in January? They don't let us know usually. I mean, sometimes we'll see in the scheduling notes that they're, hey, moving to job two. A lot of times, with unless there's just an order guide update and it says, here's your job two changes, we don't know. To mm -hmm. be honest, they don't really tell us. Yeah. So Nick was asking his question because the price of a Super Duty went from 108 to one one eleven. Yeah. So, yeah. But they won't do most likely won't do private offer because they were given expe expectation of numbers. Yep. You so it's should, not Ford's fault. It's the dealer's fault. Yeah. So back in 23 model year, they actually gave us, here's how many allocations you should get, expect to get. And your goal was to not take more than that number of yeah. orders. And so that's why Ford said they're not giving private offers. So, yeah, because they didn't, they didn't do that with Maverick and they didn't do it with Bronco. And that's why you saw, um, those private offers for Bronco and mm -hmm. well, we saw it with super duties going from 22 to 23 yes. because they didn't give numbers. Correct. So. Correct. Yep. And they're going back to not giving numbers. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other questions regarding scheduling? Nope. That's all we have for scheduling. Okay. Well, let's get into dealer news updates. There's only a couple, a uh, couple of them here. Let me go back to dealer news gotta do this we haven't seen 24 broncos have we not yet they don't start building them yet <laughs> haven't seen a 24 <laughs> you can't you can't either, see one we? until they build one and then it's usually four weeks after that so we're probably looking february before we see a bronco we haven't 24. seen a uh ranger 
either, have we? No. Then they, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Was it last week or week before? <laughs> and that they're not. That they said first quarter. So I'd say February <laughs> uh -huh. at the earliest. All right. So a couple uh, dealer news updates. I might need to pull up the glasses for this. Um, we have a price increase, a mid-year price increase. One of our first ones for 24 model year. Uh, this is on the 24 model year Expedition and Navigator. Mm -hmm. If you're a Lincoln dealer, which we are not, uh, that's effective 1211. So it went into effect yesterday. Um, there were some changes. So um, Expedition increased their destination delivery price by $100. Navigator as well. So that's it. Okay, that was, that was like I said, I didn't read these before, <laughs> so I didn't know what they were. All right. Uh, so yeah, hundred dollars D and D destination delivery. Um, all right, and then the other one is another price is a price increase as well for twenty four Montier Escape Edge Explorer and Corsair um, that also went into effect yesterday. Um, and this one is on um, says on Escape increase active one point five liter, the ST line one point five liter and hybrid for the ST line. ST line select hybrid and ST line elite hybrid and platinum hybrid all increased by $150 MSRP and edge increased all series by $100 and Explorer increased all series by $100 and Corsair as well. Oh no, they just increased the premium trim by $100. So don't forget there's price protection on all these. So if you ordered one of these models, escape edge, Explorer. Corsair, Expedition, Navigator, if you ordered any of those prior to the 11th, you should be getting the date. Your price protected to the price it was before these increases happened. Your dealership needs to honor that. So we've talked about price protection before. I'm looking at that screen instead of over here because I was looking at the wrong camera. Um, so just to keep in mind, uh, we've talked about price protection. Look at some of our videos on that. And uh, basic, it's very simple. Dealerships, you need to just give them the price it was when they ordered the vehicle. It's that simple. It's not difficult at all to figure out. Ford will reimburse you later, 45 to 60 days later. Once they see it's that the person that ordered the vehicle bought the vehicle, Ford, your dealers, you will get your money back. And it's only 100 bucks anyway. I think you could suck it up anyway. All right. On those. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's it. Just some nice okay. increases. Like I said, there's not going to be a lot of dealer news updates in the month of January, uh, December, I should yeah. say. So, anyway. So, something to be said about scheduling because Nick is saying he was the first super duty at his dealership or so they told him, well, you can be the very first order placed. That does not mean that it will be the first one scheduled mm -hmm. or built. Ford is going through their orders and going, what do we have parts to build? What can we build? What do we have? You know, what meets our criteria? So if you have something on your build uh, he says it's an F-350 SRW Limited. Um, okay. Being a limited alone, they're only, what, building like 2%. Yes. Of the, of the vehicles built, only 2% limited. Right. So if being a limited, they're only building 2% of those. So if your dealer doesn't get very many allocations, they may not have gotten more than one or two allocations for limited. And at that point, if you have something else that you have added an option to your vehicle that is also constrained and you may not get picked at all because mm -hmm. you have two things that are constrained so they can't really build yours they're going to pick the other two 
Yep. So yeah, the capacity for limited is 2% with 15% of the orders in the order bank being unlimited. Um, so, you know, if you're unlimited, which actually I think that comes standard with the high output uh, diesel, which that hurts it as well. Yep. Um, but then also if you, you know, if you have a tonneau cover, you know, make sure you take that off. If you have a spray and liner, take that off. You know, you have these things, it will help your order. Uh, unlimited, a lot of things are standard. Uh, fifth wheel prep package and some of those things are included in the limited, but uh, take off anything else that's like not that you can um, that could help you a little well, bit. Well, he's scheduled now. Oh, he's scheduled now. Yes, he's scheduled now. He's good, yeah. but he his price went up. Yep. And unfortunately, there's not. Well, hopefully he gets a private offer, but I, I, I don't think there was any kind of update. I don't believe for yeah. private offers on super duties. Um, not in this model year. I know if you had a 22 model year, one to 23, then there was, but I don't think there was going from 23 to 24. Yeah. So, so unfortunately yep. there's not much dealers can do when it comes to getting things scheduled. Um, no, it really isn't in our control. Um, it's our control to make sure the order's in there and to uh, help our customers if there's a constraint. Yes, to um, remove it so that way you can you get, can get scheduled. Quicker. But otherwise, there's I not like to use Maverick as an example. There were higher ups in Ford who their family members mm -hmm. didn't get their Mavericks scheduled in 22. They also didn't get them scheduled in 23. They are now a 22 to 24 model rollover and Fact, yeah, they can't do anything. People that work at the factory that weren't getting their scheduled and yeah. for two for like Ford employees that you would yeah. think would have yep. a little bit of pull couldn't get their scheduled. It's really not yep. up to anyone except the yep. factory. Yeah. So all right. I am ready for recalls. Okay. Okay. For recalls. Um, um most of these are um <coughs> compliance recalls. Uh, not safety recalls. Uh, so let's go through these. So we have the uh, compliance recall 23C32, which is for 23 model year F-150 Lightnings uh, with the electronic cabin coolant uh, heater replacement. Uh, so there's only about, there's only 929 people affected by this one. Um, and so this one here, some of the affected vehicles may not conform to the requirements of the Federal Motor Vehicle Standard. Uh, for the windshield defrosting and defogging systems. So the electronic cabin coolant heater modular may have a missing um, solder joint, uh, which can result in intermittent or no windshield defrost or defo defog functionality. The lack of this, of course, you know, less visibility, everything else like that goes on to talk about that. So letters are supposed to go out next week. So the week of December 19, 18th to people that are affected by this. So there you go. So um, the next one is compliance recall 23C35 for 23 model, 2020 to 23 model year Mustangs body control modular software configuration. So there's 186,993 vehicles affected by this one. Um, and some of the vehicles may not conform to the requirements of the federal vehicle safety standards. Uh, because the brake system warning indicators uh, where when the brake fluid is depleted from the reservoir, the brake system uh, warning indicator lamp does not illuminate. So um, there's is a fix here. It looks like they have that on there, um, but uh, letters are going to go out December, the week of December 18th. So uh, they actually have a service action here, what the dealers need to do. So letters should be going out real soon. If you're one of those, they're affected by that. Again, that's 2020 model year through 2023 model year. 
um, Mustang for that one there. All right. The next one is Customer Satisfaction Program 23B65. And this one's for 23 model year F-150 Expedition Navigators equipped with a 3.5 liter engine, uh, which all Expeditions Navigators will have that engine. Uh, but on the F-150, it's just the 3.5 liters. Um, this program is in effect through December 31st of 2024. Um, so, and then there's, a, there's only 218 people affected by this recall, but they're required to, to do this uh, on this in here and in all of the affected vehicles, customers may uh, experience a loss of engine performance due to a turbine wheel that has not properly attached to the turbo shaft during the manufacturing process. So the customers may experience a malfunction indicator lamp, uh, a rattle noise uh, from the engine compartment and reduced engine power. The vehicle can continue to be driven with reduced engine power. So, uh, letters to this will go out the week of January 8th. So there you go. Now this next one is a safety recall, safety recall 23 S 54. This is for certain 24 model year to 25 model year, uh, E series vans, uh, and F six fifties and seven fifty super duties. So, uh, equipped with the, uh, torque shift six, um, automatic transmission. So, um, this in here is only 5,778 vehicles affected, all of them built at the Ohio truck plant or van plant, I guess. Um, in all affected vehicles, a, the, a casting defect in the transmission upper valve body casting may cause the main control poppet valve to get okay. uh, stuck in the open position. A stuck poppet valve restricts the flow of the lubricant to the rear extension housing bushing resulting in excessive heat generation in the bushing and corrosion of the rear seal. This condition leads to transmission fluid leakage, uh, noise and vibration. The increased vibration may result in a loss of torque retention on the ambient abutment plate bolts. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> once in the, that, uh, the plate bolt, torque is compromised the park actuator may be unable to engage the park paw uh, into the park gear which may result in an unintended vehicle movement and if the vehicle parking brake is not applied um so this in here um letters are uh, already been have gone out the week of september 11th now parts are available it looks like so this is an update to that um so that safety recall there you go and again that's for vans and have 650s and 750s. Uh, let's see. I think is this the last one? Oh, I got two, two of them here. So this uh, this next one is a customer satisfaction program 22N15 for certain 2020 to 2023 model year Bronco Sport, Escape, Corsair, E Series, F650s and 750s. The motorhome chassis as well the the commercial stripped chassis, equipped with the smart data link connector. Um, so there you go. So it's a lot of different, whether it be Hermosillo on the Bronco Sport or the Escape Corsair at Louisville, the E-Series at Ohio, um, and then the Detroit chassis on those motorhomes. So, um, so there you go. There's a re, uh, repair uh, for that. There's six, 633,445 vehicles affected by this. Um, Reason for providing a no-cost one-time repair in the affected vehicles, the GM GWM, which is the Gateway Modular Reprogramming, um, there 
uh, may not properly communicate with inspection and maintenance emissions equipped equipment due to the GWM software concern. This uh, concern may cause a vehicle to fail uh, an IM test in a state or region that requires an annual IM testing for the vehicle registration. So, um, let's see, it doesn't look like letters are going out. It says, for vehicle customers with no over-the-air update, software update compatibility pending agency approval, letters are expected to be mailed the week of March 18th of 24 for vehicles that who did receive over the air update software update pending agency approval owner letters were expected to be mailed out the week of March 18th as well. So anyway, all right. So this last one, Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one. I was like, wait, there's, there's customer more. satisfaction program 23 B 81 for 22 model year F one fifty lightning vehicles. This is the phone is a key, not functional. Um, so uh, there's 981 vehicles affected by this, and in some of the affected vehicles, a customer may not be able to use the phone as a key feature to unlock, start, lock, uh, open, close the front, uh, front trunk and or tailgate or to activate horn and lights on their vehicle. Uh, there will be no messaging in the cluster or on uh, sync. Uh, there, are, there are alternatives to enter to unlock and unlock the vehicle, which include the key fob, door keypad, and Ford Pass mobile app. There are also alternatives to start and drive the vehicle, which include the key fob and backup start passcode. Unless you forgot the passcode. That happened to me. Where my if my phone's key wasn't working and I didn't have my key, I was kind of stuck because I forgot my passcode. So don't forget <laughs> that. Um, but there you go. Letters are supposed to go out to the week of January 2nd for those customers right there. So... You know, I forgot the passcode on our truck. We had locked the keys in the truck when we went to go to the pool. And I was like, oh, yeah, I use the passcode. And I forgot the passcode. <laughs> I was like, so then we were sitting like, how are we going to get into our vehicle? We're sitting here too, with two sopping wet kids in the parking lot on a 90 degree day like this is not good and i was like wait i have my phone <laughs> ford, ford pass app to right. the rescue so we do have a question okay um <clears throat> what about the bronco sport tv tsb brake noise recall when will the new cameras be available for the 2017 f350 okay so what i go over this week is what's been updated this week so mm -hmm. any recalls have been updated, any new repair orders uh, that have been uh, filed, any advanced dealer notices, that's what we uh, cover. Um, so unless I've covered in the past, I don't know, but your dealership, you contact your dealer and they can at least keep you updated and see if that's been updated or not for them. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I recommend. So. So if you have a recall, go ahead and call your dealer yeah. and ask if it's been updated. This, uh, these going over these recalls is more of just kind of keeping you in the know of a recall that just came out or became available, usually advanced dealer notices or updates to repairs, that kind of thing. Um, if you have a current recall on your vehicle, it's always best to talk, talk to your dealership and get that taken care of uh, with them and they can look that stuff up. But Yeah, because they can yeah, take your VIN and look it up for I, you. I do keep copies of them all, but I'd have to know the recall number to be able yeah. to look it up. But they can take your VIN because you've been mm -hmm. taking yep. your vehicle there. They'll look up the VIN and they can tell you specific to your vehicle what's going on with it we got a we got we got santa claus dropping off presents over here <laughs> they just drive. took the toys away today are we doing a second one 
I don't know. I don't think so. Not yet. Well, but they're, they're, they have the, um, they came and picked some up. They came and picked up one truckload. I think that was with one group. I think there's a second group, the one that does the bikes for tots, toys for tots. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, there we go. So, been gone for a couple days. (laughs) All right. Anything else there? Anyways, um, has our service department reactivated the heating steering well for lightning yet? I believe original TSB was two to go six i would not know um Uh, you may call our service department ask them if they've done that yeah that'd be the same now if you have a vehicle that you're taking delivery on any recall that could be done will be done before you take delivery on those yeah Um, so i mean if your service department hasn't done it yet but you would like to know you can certainly call our service department ask if they've done one and they can see yeah so all right Anything else on that? No. All right. And this isn't really an is it true, but more of, hey, how, how does it work? So, um, so this kind of came up actually <clears throat> on Friday while I was traveling uh, about Ford Pass. So we didn't learn some things. So you earn. So let's talk about how Ford Pass points work and everything. So you earn Ford Pass points by purchasing things with your Ford dealer, whether it be service um, or sales or whatever, and a lot, usually it starts with purchasing your first Ford vehicle, and then you start getting your Ford Pass account. Once you have a Ford Pass account, when you purchase a vehicle, you get, I think it's 42,000 points get put in there yes. that can be used for oil changes, parts, accessories, that kind of thing, uh, once you purchase a vehicle. And I think it can, uh, if you get accessories right away, then it's also added to your vehicle. One thing we found out recently is, Let's say you uh, order a bunch of accessories. It happened to one of our members. You order a bunch of accessories at the time of delivery to have them put on um, because, you know, you as you purchase things, you earn mm-hmm. points, right? Yeah. So when you, let's say you purchase the vehicle, you earn your 42,000 points you can use for accessories. But when you also purchase those accessories, you're earning points too, just like when you get your vehicle serviced. But from what we understand is that if you put the accessories on when you buy your vehicle, that you don't earn any points at the time of delivery, unless you, for some reason, this is Ford's deal, unless you have the Ford Pass credit card. So if you have a Ford Pass credit card, then somehow it works. But if you don't, then it doesn't. Uh, and again, I don't know. We we fulfill anything that you want at your points, but we found out that that was a glitch that Blake told me about is uh, to kind of let people know. And I'm like, hey, that'd be great for everybody. No, not just some of our customers. But so I wanted to point that out in here that if you do get accessories at the time of delivery, you can use those 42,000 points towards the purchase of those accessories upon delivery, but you don't earn points from the accessories being put on it. I think the way they look at it is Ford's kind of looking at that being a purchased. And so that's why you're not, you, you're already earning the 42,000 points. So you don't earn more by adding accessories, so even though it's a, a purchase. Separate. Yes. I think it needs to be a separate transaction. And that's what I asked Blake. I said, well, what if they did the vehicle and use the, the 42,000 points towards some of accessories and then they purchased the accessories and did it a separate deal. And he's like, you know what? We didn't try that. Didn't think about that. And I says, it sounds like to me, that's what Ford's looking at is, is it's a, it's one oh. single transaction. Ragnarcon just put in, by the way, it's 42, thousand or 4200 points for gasoline 75 for points for diesel and 22 for an ev oh so he's got it he got it uh okay so he's got it down for what oh for what it takes to 
No. For the points. Oh, so if you get a diesel engine, you get 75,000 points. Makes sense. It's a more expensive vehicle. Well, for oil changes and, and, yeah. and such, 22,000 points for EV. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So EV, you don't need oil changes. So yeah, because the, the goal on that originally was the points were to be used towards oil changes. It's supposed to yes. cover the next two oil changes, and that's what it was supposed to yeah. be. So it's supposed to come out to $210 or whatever. It's supposed to be two oil changes. Yeah. And so that makes sense that the EVs don't need an oil change. So they get, they get less and the diesels cost more. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jan, it's not based on the price of the vehicle. It's based on how much two oil changes would cost for that vehicle. Typically. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. And then you yeah. earn points. Like, so when you take your vehicle in for service, you have them punch in your Ford pass. So you can earn those points to use them yeah. for other things. Like every time I go into service I'm like, Hey, Look and see what points I have now. I do have a Ford Pass credit card, and, and that I, earns you points and too. I, and I use it like my bank card, really. Instead of my, instead of like, you know, if I go to the store or something like that, instead of just using my my regular bank card or writing a check, I use my Ford Pass credit card, and then in the month I just pay it off. So I just accumulate that money in my account and then pay it off. Then in the month, that's just way. Well, I don't know, it's just something I do because I know I'm earning points because I like to put a lot of accessories on my vehicles. And so I'm like, well, how many Ford Pass points do I have? So that just took yeah. that. Oh, that paid for my labor of that part or whatever. Um, and so that's the way you can use a Ford Pass and you earn points. I think you earn more points if you get gas, more points if you do service work when you pay use a car to get service work. Um uh stuff like that so mm -hmm. it's similar to like i have a southwest card it's similar to that so when i fly with southwest i make sure i use it yeah. and sometimes you know i know southwest rewards you for gas as well as hotels so when i'm traveling i use my southwest for all my flights and all my hotels because i know that helps give me points for southwest yeah. to use. so similar to uh, that. so for points to show up it takes about a month uh for them to show up in your account or your dashboard um in the back end of your ford account and such um, so Vols, I'm pretty sure you picked up a few weeks after we had done your paperwork because you said props to Lonnie. He was super proactive and arranged for my 42 four pass points to hit my account the same week I picked up my vehicle. So I was, I'm pretty sure he was one that was here this summer that waited to pick up and it was a few weeks. So they show up between three to four weeks after the purchase of your vehicle. If they haven't shown up yet, you can call Ford and they help you do find them because that's what I had to do yeah. for both of my um, purchases. It depends on your dealer too and how fast your um, person does. Like we have somebody that's on it. So if we report that right away, then you get the, you get it faster depending on how quickly your, your dealership processes your deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, and then you can always call that dealer and say, hey, I haven't seen my points yet. How much is, yeah, 42 equals about $210. Thank you, Ragnarcon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Brandon's is like, how many is that in dollars? 800? 200. Nope. <laughs> I think that there was, I can't remember. It was, I know it's 210. So somebody do the math. Yeah. Somebody had done that one time. We'd figured out how many points it was for $1. Um, Ragnarcon did the math. Yeah. 200 points per dollar. There you go. 200 points per dollar. There you go. Um, anyway, all right. So, are we ready to move on from that? Or let me check my questions that I have starred. Yeah. Yeah, hybrid Maverick. It's the same because uh, it's based on oil change. Oh, so if my Ford dealer, um, if he uses his Ford credit card at his dealer, they charge three percent. Um, if it's over a certain amount. 
like for us, if you charge more than $2,000, then they charge you a, a or you, or a they may not have a processing unit that can do it without a fee. Yeah. I know ours, if it's over $2,000, like a down payment, then, yeah. then they have to charge it. The credit card. Charges a fee. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I'm checking. <laughs> When I go and look at the questions, they get chatty. Okay. All right. And we have Q&A after this in yeah. a second. All right. We're going to move on. All right. So moving on to what's on my mind tonight. All right. So we're going to talk about Bronco Off-Rodeo and why you should go and based on some of the stuff that uh, we went through. So talk a little bit about Brock Offered for me and my experiences. Now I've had an opportunity to go to in a sense, three of them. Um, but the first one was for all Bronco specialists to go when the Bronco was lost. It was before any of the Broncos showed up at any dealers, they invited dealers to go through the experience so that we could share it to our customers to do this. So when you purchase a Bronco, you get a free registration to go to Bronco Off-Rodeo uh, at one of four locations. There's one in Las Vegas, Nevada. There's Moab, Utah. There's down, uh, I think it's close to San Antonio, Texas, uh, down there, which is a nice location down there. And there's one in New Hampshire, which I've heard is gorgeous. Well, I, I'm sure it's beautiful. Um, and I've, I've really heard that one's really good as well. Uh, that's the one I haven't gone to. Uh, so if somebody wants to pay my way there, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's great about these is that you we went to the one in Texas for dealers, and we learned what these our customers are going to go through. So you basically, at the beginning, you learn some of the history, some of the uh, some stuff about Bronco, and you learn about the Bronco Wild Fund, tread lightly, and some things like that. Mm -hmm. Some of the different things to just kind of bring you into the Bronco community, and that you're part of that now, um, and learn some of that stuff. Some of the technical stuff about you know you're going to be watching your approach angle, your departure or your breakover on your vehicle when you're when you're going over obstacles and stuff and you're and you're taking it off road uh so this it really is an off-road experience so for those of you who have a bronco and like i'm not taking off road uh you might go to it anyway because for one you're not using your bronco to on the drive which is is great so you're using their bronco so go ahead and drive theirs and they'll teach you how to use these and um all the technologies and you might find that you might hey at least you know what do all those buttons do on the dash? What's, you know, what's all these goat modes for and what's all about? They teach you all these things at these experiences. Uh, so I got a chance to do it uh, again, like I mentioned with uh, some other employees at the dealership and other employees at other dealers um, before Bronco, even the first delivery happened. And we went down to Texas. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing that and learning that I went through that. And so when I got my Bronco, we went to the first supercell where they were doing drives and everything. I was kind of confident because I'd gone through those lessons and learned that. So when I got my Bronco, I knew what all those buttons did and what, and everything, of course, doing the videos on it helped as well. Um, but my wife didn't go to that. And so when we went off road, it was kind of like, I knew those, those things I knew what it was capable of and I knew what the Bronco could do. So taking off road, she was a little nervous though. She's like, Whoa, wait a minute. Wait, we're going to go up that. No, uh, -uh. I'm walking, you know, it's like one of those things where you, if you don't go through it, that stuff can be kind of scary or, or you can go, no, I don't think it can handle this. And then you learn the capabilities when you go to the experience. So I think it's very important that everybody go, even if they don't plan to go off road or maybe a little bit knowing what everything does and all the buttons do. 
So bring us back to this last weekend um, where I finally used mine because I had until the end of the year. So I'm like, well, let's use it. Let's go. And I think it'll be good for my wife to go and see the capabilities and learn it from instructors uh, uh, from this. And so I thought it was really good. So we went actually last Kate, last minute, we took Jeff with us as well. My son uh, to go to, and I'm like, Hey, won't you come along because you can go and do some off-roading with this as well. Then you can learn to drive and, and some of the technologies and stuff. So he actually went as a non-driver and so he just soaked everything up. Uh, and then Barb got a chance to drive uh, several times. In fact, I don't know if she cares if I show this or not, but here's a couple clips of her driving. So I'm going to play a couple clips real quick. So, um, so that's, that was her first, like, like kind of coming down a little hard obstacle, I, I'd call it. Um, but, uh, that was actually further in the day and it was just like, Hey, there's no stopping her now. Cause once she got in there and started getting comfortable and they actually went through like uh, trail, the, uh, one pedal drive, with her and she learned how to use uh, that which neither one of us really liked that much um and some of the others and so like she had said that was actually melissa clark there that was uh, leading that part of it you know and like they had said was okay at least you know how to use these things and you may never use it may like hey i don't like this or i could see a situation where i might use that so we learned about goat modes and putting them in, and doing it that way instead of just hitting the four high or four low and some of those things so she got a lot more comfortable doing it. And that was later in the day. Uh, and she also, uh, you know, went up some, some other things too, but it really helped her comfort level. I think once she got in there and started being comfortable with it, um, I never got back into the driver's seat. <laughs> I was in the back seat. I'm like, well, I guess this is my new location now. I'm no longer in the front seat. Um, uh, but it gave her a lot of comfort level going to that. And that's why I think it's really important, especially if, um, you know, not just that, but for us, you know, I do a lot of the driving. Um, you know, when we went the second day, we went off-roading uh, out in Moab. We did seven-mile uh, rim. Um, we did about half of that where it came to the wipeout hill is where then we went down that hill. And then we took the last half of wipeout loop uh, on out. But we spent a lot of day, you know, several hours on the trail that day. And we probably, the three of us drove. So Jeff drove. She drove, I drove, we pretty much divided up about in thirds the driving opportunities there. And she felt a lot more comfortable. And there were some situations where I'm like, uh, she does not like heights. She does not like edges and being close to the edge. Um, in fact, we actually took a picture up on one of the arches there. Yeah. And she was on top and she was like, uh-uh, get me closer to the edge, get me closer to the edge because she didn't want to get there. But she actually drove the Bronco on an edge called Eileen. And she's the one that was driving. I'm like, um, I was just waiting because I saw where the court was going to go. And I'm like, oh, boy, because that's kind of on a slant. It's right on that rock. I, I could see her being a little nervous. I was a little nervous for her. And, uh, but she got through that. And I'm like, you should have saw what you just went to. <laughs> she mm -hmm. goes, I don't want to know yet. <laughs> and then we got down to the bottom. I showed her a picture. I said, that's where you were. <laughs> She's like, oh, my. <laughs> She's like, good thing I was driving. Because yeah, I think as a passenger, she would have been nervous. <laughs> well, I can... So. When we were off-roading in Colorado, I was a lot more confident of where we were and where we were going as the driver. Not only that, you also don't pay attention as much to the side. You pay more attention to what's just ahead of you. Yeah. So it was fun. Uh, had, a, had a blast. Um, so here's uh, – so the second day um, – I don't know if I should share, but we we, we went off-roading with, with some people. Um uh, that they gave us uh, actually I posted some videos it was um uh, Brian and 
Melissa. They yeah. took us out with a friend of theirs. Um, and we went and did some stuff. So here's Jeff driving because Jeff couldn't, I didn't sign him up as a driver. Uh, so he didn't get a chance to drive at the off rodeo, but he got a chance to drive um, our Bronco. So here's a clip of his very first, like, actually, it's a second obstacle because the first one, I felt bad. I thought I had the tra the uh, rear locker engaged. <laughs> Got to remember, our Bronco doesn't have a front locker, but it has a rear locker. Well, the day before an off rodeo, that one had a front locker, so I knew okay, the second button over was a rear locker. Well, second button not button over on ours from the left is the trail turn assist. <laughs> so we had that on, which doesn't hurt the vehicle because if I don't need to turn, it's not going to ever engage. But we didn't have it on, and he went over some a stair step. And I'm like, okay, this should grab, just kind of go slow. It should just, the tire should grip. You should be fine. And it wasn't because that wasn't, locker wasn't engaged. So he kind of went this way and it finally went up and on. And then I felt bad because afterwards I'm like, oh, your rear locker's not on. But this is the second hard obstacle he went on, or he did. And this was Brian helping us get through this on Sunday here. So that was really cool. Uh, so that was uh, Jeff doing that, and that was pretty cool for him. So uh, he's uh, 21. So yeah, we got. So I got two kids that are off-roaders, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so this ought to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting an off-road vehicle just, as soon as I can. I just see that I'm gonna just have. Not a, I'm, I'm getting less time in the driver's seat. I'm gonna be an on-road driver, and they're gonna be the off-road drivers. Anyway, but no, it was really good. As uh, Barb even got out and, and learned from Melissa. Mm -hmm. on how to like pick lines and how to help guide someone. Uh, so she's like, feels pretty confident that she could help guide me in some situations. So it sounds such, like so. So. you're the driver and mom's the passenger so she can get out and direct you. Yeah. Okay. So I get up to a hill and go, okay, I'm not doing that here. You get in, I'll guide you. <laughs> but uh, by the way, that's, uh, we just, uh, we added a rough country vertex uh, suspension to that. Uh, with the reservoir and uh, the thing did great there's spots where um brian and melissa went where they had a little bit of wheel lift where we didn't because that suspension just had so much give it, it worked it was great uh so a little, little more clearance as i uh, we're about sasquatch height a little more actually than the sasquatch i think it's about a two inch left so um yeah. but it was it was great so i got some other stuff you gotta check out our my youtube channel for that uh, some of that coverage but um yeah so i recommend you go to that um, it's a great experience. Also, you meet some other people that are off-roading and some instructors. And uh, yeah, so the, the, if you take somebody, they, you do have to pay for them. So that's the, that is one of the, the negatives to that is that you get in for free, but then you have to pay for them. But when you, not only do you get in for free, but you also get $200 towards like merch and stuff, or you can use that towards your, the person going with you. So that's what I did was Barb went with me and actually always check out for discounts because they actually had a deal going on when I booked it where she was discounted. Plus I used a $200 voucher for her. So pretty much her and I went for like a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. um, but then when I added Jeff, that one cost a, a little extra. Um, but um, you do have hotel and you got to drive there or fly there. Uh, so it just depends. We actually end up driving um, for one. It wasn't that much longer than flying. And we got a chance to be in our vehicle and take, you know, cooler and, and, and see, I wanted to see the mountains as well going through there as well as I knew that we took an extra day, we'd have an opportunity to go off-roading. So, which is another reason I took the Bronco, but, um, so yeah, so there you go. Definitely recommend it. Uh, it's a great opportunity. And I think the more people we need to make sure get to this, the more this is going to stay open for everybody. Um, you know, if they can't fill this up for weekends, then we might start seeing it, you know, 
Like right now, I would like to see it open to the public. I would love well, to go. Right now, it's open to the public because for there's not enough day. for half day, um, because there's not enough people that are doing that are if I'm taking advantage spend, of this. Right? If I'm going to spend the money that they are wanting for an off rodeo. I want a full day. It's a half day, pretty expensive. Yeah. Like I want a full day. I don't want a half day where they shorten it or they do this or that. I want a full day, the full experience. I want the full lesson. So when I went to the Nevada one, that was, I did a half, it basically was a half day. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, they basically didn't go through the, the stuff. They just, yeah. they just said, Hey, we're going to teach you on, on the trail. So basically you get a crash course on the trail. Right. It wasn't, it basically was basically which, like, you just don't get the morning stuff, I mean, which some of that was like, okay, especially if you've gone to it before, uh, you might be kind of bored of that. If you've gone, like for me this week, some of that kind of, I mean, when we got to that part, I'm like, I heard that stuff before. So the other so part that. is that I right. have experience in off-roading. So would it be pertinent for me to do a half day course where I'm not getting all of that beforehand? You already I'm, know that stuff. Since I already know it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you're still going to get as much time out on the trail. There's, you're still going to get like two, three hours on the trail. Now, if they Compared. include all the instruction too, then that well, would be a Well, the other part of it is so. I am paying for my travel. I am paying for my stay there. This is going to be a vacation for me and Lebo. This is going to be our vacation for the year. I want a full day. Yeah. Because I'm putting in the effort to go because there's not one near us. Yeah. You know? You have to drive oh, yeah. a day to get to any of the locations, yeah. at least a day, if not more, or fly. Yep. And at that point, it's not worth it unless I get a full day. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, but I do see you're getting professional trail drivers or, or trail guides, I should say, and instructors. That, that costs mm -hmm. them um, you know, some money to have good people that know what yes. they're doing. Yes, and I agree. The, the money's worth it so. but at the same time. <laughs> Is it worth it for me? Like someone that lives closer I get it. that may have more of an opportunity to be off-roading or like someone that lives in Utah or Colorado that lives closer to Moab or someone that lives in Vegas or lives in Nevada that's closer to that location. They might have a better. Yeah. Not cost as much. Not cost as much. <laughs> yep. For the experience. I get that. It's, it's expensive. Um, so. All right. So there right, are some questions. Ahead. All right. Um, which of the three off rodeos did you go to? Which one was the best? Um, of the three I went to, I, I, I would say Moab. That was, I, I like, so Moab did, like I said earlier, they actually do the, um, the training and I say training or whatever on the trail and you eat lunch on the trail. So that's, that's to me, it's more of an experience. If it's it's kind of like what it will be if you go off on a trail like we did, where we ate lunch on the trail, right? Yeah, that's the way they did it as well. Um, so, so that's going to be more yeah. like your full yeah. day. Like you're out on the yeah. trail with a group of other drivers. Yeah. you're going to eat on the trail. That's more did, of like what a real yeah. world type of thing is going to happen. I didn't like those trails uh, again. Nevada, it was a half day for me. Um, it was a nice one too, with a ni nice scenery and such. Um, and they had a really nice base camp and they do a lot of their, uh, some of their stuff there on the base camp, I think. I don't mm -hmm. know. Cause we didn't actually, <coughs> we didn't do the, the, what do they call it? OBX or ORX or whatever, uh, the off-road 
experience stuff of that stuff. We didn't actually do that, um, you know, in Nevada because they skipped that part. So, um, and then, yeah. And then other than that, I think that, um, you know, Texas was good too. I mean, uh, they're all good locations and I heard nothing but great things about New Hampshire as well. Um, I think they're all great locations. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. So, you know, Las Vegas is a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of mountains and stuff that are going through in there, but we have a lot of more rock crawling. Like we had ledges. We learned how to, how to go up those ledges and different things. So a different terrain, a lot of rocks. Um, you know, um, I think you do have some of that in uh, Texas as well, but it's mainly like, you know, hill country and that kind of stuff. And then I think uh, New Hampshire is a lot of, you know, you get a lot more trees and going through like trails that go through the trees and such like that. So it depends on like where you're from is I think where you should select your location is what's going to be closest to what I'm going to, or the trails I'm going to be going on. So. Yeah. So I was looking at the off radio for half day. There's only three locations, Texas, uh, Nevada, and Utah. So you can't go to the New Hampshire location. All right. Uh, Brandon Jones said they should have a Maverick version of, of off rodeo. Um, they should do one for Tremor. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. but although I was saying you could do the Broncos sport. Bronco Sport would be similar to a Tremor Maverick. So if you if you buy a Bronco Sport, you get now for 2023 any Bronco Sport. You don't have to order. Uh, I think before you had to purchase a Badlands to get to go, but now uh, it's any Bronco Sport you get to go. But there's uh, Bronco Sport only has a couple locations. Moab is one of them for Bronco Sport. Um, New Hampshire, I think, is another location, and maybe Texas. So I think think. Um, yeah, Las Vegas is, is is Raptor. And the only place if you get a Raptor is Las Vegas is where you have to go for Raptor. Uh, they have Raptor Valley there. Um, something else to note, if you're looking to get a used Bronco, if that VIN hasn't been used for an off-rodeo experience and registered, you can use that used one. There was somebody that was in our group, um, which I actually knew this before I went, that purchased a used Bronco. And those people, the people didn't, they hadn't used theirs. Mm -hmm. experience and so they were able to purchase a used bronco and go so um if you see a used bronco out there or maybe you purchase a used bronco and you didn't know that check that vin go to the bronco off rodeo try to register that vin and it'll tell you whether or not it's been used or not so like if somebody were to buy my trade-in they wouldn't be able to because i used mine but yeah and i don't know if they have to have used it or registered the vin like, you know, I registered my VIN and kind of started going through it like a year ago and never went through with it. Uh, so I don't know if that would have mixed yeah. it if I didn't decide to go. Um, but there you go. And I don't know if as I used one, if that expires, because I do know, like I heard that if you um, bought a 2022, you have till the summer, I think July or something to use yours. So if you got a 2022, you got to make sure you get there spring, early summer of next year. Um uh, so there you go. And then 23s, of course, you'll have a little longer. Um, but on the use one, I don't know what I would assume. Maybe there isn't a time. I don't know. I think right now, I don't know why they're capping it. So if they're if they're struggling to get people there, why would you cap a 21 and say, hey, you have until December if you need people to go? <laughs> so that's, that's one thing I don't know. I don't understand, quite understand. But mm -hmm. 
probably method. But um, besides that, there are other experiences as well like this. So if you get like some of your any Ford Performance vehicle, there is racing schools as well. So and then if you get an F-150, any Raptors, you get a Raptor school. So they do an off-road school too. Yes. So I know F-150 Raptor started with that. I, I would assume when you get a Ranger Raptor, you get the Raptor school as well. Um, and then, of course, Bronco Raptor, you get the Bronco Raptor experience. Um, but also any of your um, performance cars, too, that you get. Now, I don't think about a Mustang GT qualifies, but like a Dark Horse, I think. I know that when you got the uh, – what can I think of it now? The one that was basically the Dark Horse replaced this year. Um, when you got that, that got you the racing school um, and such. Any of the, your STs. Um, get you to their theirs as well where you get a uh, go on a road course and such so there's other ones so it'd be kind of nice seeing maybe a trimmer one you know like your you know your f-150 trimmer your ranger trimmer uh maverick trimmers come on invite us to it too so those should be off-road capable let's uh let's go so invite them to something like that too we can even use the bronco course mm -hmm. anyway so keep that in mind too so that's always fun so I love that they have those experiences. So, yeah. Um, I just looked it up for one person to go to a half day. It's nine hundred and twenty-four dollars. Oh, geez, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. So again, <laughs> I want a full day. Yeah. Oh well. I will say I loved it. Great experience. Um, yeah, but yeah, you mm -hmm. know, for me, like I said, I got the free registration and. Yeah. and such but it was it was fun and it was i think it was really helpful for because you know we like doing the off-road when we went to wisconsin and such and your mom really hated to miss the colorado one but i think now that she was because she never really was even thought about driving until going to this and now she's like i want to do more so mm -hmm. she even said today she wished she was still in moab <laughs> so it was a lot of fun yeah all right. So RagnarCon said, I think the $200 for merch was for Bronco reservation holders. If you brought the, bought the Bronco after the reservation system ended, he's not sure if you'll get the voucher oh, okay. unless they extended it to all Bronco owners and he didn't realize, which is possible. Mine was a reservation. So I did a reservation and then purchased it. So that might be, that might be true. Because you had to wait. That might be true. Um, but also, I, I know that when I did it, there was a discount, too, for the second person. Mm. So Yeah. I don't know. Um, I wonder what Ford's reasoning on the $100 increase for it, Edge, since it's last year of production. Maybe that they it's, are... It was a destination, right? Or was... Oh, no, it wasn't a destination. No. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're seeing a... Well, it could be a part or something. Yeah. I was going to say maybe they're raising the price because they saw an increase in the edge. No. Um, I think it's just, I think it's usually just a part or something that goes up. Oh, mom's in. Oh, stop, stop talking about her. Wish she, I, was I were still in Moab for more reasons than just off roading. <laughs> I agree. I want the, to be there. The scenery was beautiful. Yes. I mean, it, it looked was, gorgeous. It was, yes. We want to go to Lake Tahoe eventually. Like, that is one of Lebo's, like, 
bucket list places to visit, he wants to go to Lake Tahoe, which is in California. So, which they also have off-roading courses out there, trails and such. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, ordered a 23 F350 under X plan price with a 2000 PCO that wasn't built. Got Ford exec office to help told me be specific that you want to confirm your 23 model year rollover into 24 and not place a new order so that you do not lose your place in line or price protection. X plan is a thousand higher. Now truck shipped yesterday. What do you think I can expect? Ooh. There's a lot there to unpack here. Um, <laughs> so I don't understand. It said they said so. You do not lose your place in line. Which? So you got a, a private cash offer, um, two thousand dollars for twenty three. Now you're getting a twenty four. I assume. Uh, roll over twenty four. I don't know. Um, the best thing you're gonna do is get whatever off whatever you can get on your when you when they go to pull your incentives and smart vents that that'll they'll they'll be able to see any offers that are available for you. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's what you're gonna have to do is just, just have the dealer pull your smart Vincent mm -hmm. and see what what's available for you. Um, that's the best thing. Because yep. in smart vents, and I mean anything that you, I mean, that's not like the dealer, like those private cash offers. That's not gross to the dealer. They get nothing if if they don't use it for you to, to lower the price. It doesn't help them any. It's you don't they don't get any. That's not profit for them. So it's not not like it helps them. So there would be no reason why they would not want to give it to you. So all right. On the F2, on the yeah F250 trimmer wheel, if I'm scheduled for 1.8 build, should I be good? Oh, if you're already scheduled, yeah, that's for people that are trying to get scheduled, that that wheel is a constraint. Yeah. yeah. So those were most of the questions we have. Um, Rev Nation wanted to know if you've driven a Mustang GT with a manual transmission. I have not. Most of ours are automatic. Yeah. Well, I actually, I have. Did you drive the dark horse? I backed it out of the picture building. <laughs> I backed it into a picture building and then back out into a parking spot. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it. what we get. <laughs> that's it. But, you know, I've done that. Um, my window sticker for Bronco Sport Badlands shows PRM wrapped heated steering wheel. Does that mean I will get the heated steering wheel, which I thought was only available with Premier Package? Um. He did not order premium package because he doesn't want the leather seats. Oh, I think the I think Badlands comes standard with the heated steering wheel. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the order guide, which I could do. Okay. But. Um, here I can answer Brandon while you do that. Um, what is the normal scheduling pattern for Maverick? Bearing the weirdness of holidays. Is it once a month when allocations are announced? So allocations are sent out as a monthly basis. So we get our allocations based for that month. We tend to get all of our scheduled the first week because we have so many orders and the order bank for Maverick. Ours tend to get filled up in that first week because we have such a good selection for them to choose from. Now, if we didn't have such a good selection, they may choose a bunch the first week, then reassess in the second week they'll schedule some, and for the third week they'll schedule some. 
depending on how many weeks of scheduling they plan to do that month. So for us, our allocations tend to go within the first week. So what you'll see is, you know, uh, first or second week of the month is usually when they schedule. Yep. Okay. So Bronco, looking at Bronco Sport Order Guide. So Badlands comes with a leather-wrapped steering wheel. The premium package gets the gets it heated steering wheel. So the only way you're going to get the heated steering wheel is if you're a premium package. So your window sticker wouldn't show that as a separate item unless it's under that premium package. It might list premium package on there. So, um, so there you go. So maybe what you're seeing is uh, maybe you're seeing premium leather wrap steering wheel, but not heated. So mm. anyway, there we go. Any other questions? No other questions? Any? <laughs> That's all I had pulled aside. So if I didn't get answer your question, drop it below. There were a couple of times where I was looking through questions and I may have missed you. Yep. And I do have some clips from some of our adventures um, the other day. Um, but they're kind of some are kind of long and might bore some people, but we could do that as part of the like after hours if anybody wants to. How many miles are on your Bronco? Twelve thousand. Right around twelve thousand. They went over a little bit. My next oil change is sixteen, that's all I know. <laughs> are we discounting lightnings? Yeah, we are. Got several on our lot right now mm -hmm. that are discounted. I don't know if we're supposed to or not, but we can't sell them otherwise <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, and I know if you order. Mom says 14. Okay. I think it was close to almost 13 before we left, so it's probably right. Um, I know that um, we have a, a deal right now. If you order a vehicle from us, we're discounted. Like Pro's 1000 off. XLT and Flash is 2000 off. Mm. Um Larry, it's three thousand, and then platinum is four thousand off. So that's our order deal right now. If you want to order a, a lightning from us, then you'll get those discounts um, plus any incentives that are available either at the time of ordering or the time of delivery. So you'll have that as well. So, um, yep, that's our that's our deal right now on twenty four model year ordering, uh, and then anything that we have in stock, whatever's on our website. So they're all of ours are below MSRP on ours. Uh, they took away the rebate. So we did have a lot of ours discounted uh, with the rebate um, off of MSRP, but then Ford took away the rebate, um, and we left ours at the prices. We're like, well, it didn't get more expensive. <laughs> you take yeah. away the rebate, so we left the prices uh, anyway. So, All right. Are you using your uh, fuel saver points more often with the, your Lightning sold? <laughs> Um, we don't have a high V, but Dylan's, yes, yeah. we have, we have Dylan's rewards. So yeah, we're, there, there were some months when I had the lightning where we didn't use all of our fuel points. Mm -hmm. I remember, wasn't there once we were like, Hey, do you need to fill up your car? Yeah, She called me. She's like, Hey, do you need to fill up your car? I'm like, yes. She's like, well, there's some points in there. Okay. I'll go use them. <laughs> well, we had some, I think uh, but we, you know, now we use them. Yeah. I think she had like a whole month. And she was like, hey, go use them. And so Lebo and I took like my car over his car. And then while I sat there and held it, like I felt he filled up his left and I filled up mine. And he came back with his town car and filled that one up. 
We're selling town cars if you want a town car. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, but yeah, we're uh, we're already talking about going to Tennessee to Broncos Supercell. Somebody mentioned about going to all the all of the off-road events. So we're probably going to go to Supercell, um, Tennessee. Um, actually, Melissa was talking about it. She might be going as part of Bronco Nation. She might be there. So um, anyway, um, we'll see what else. I think I think we're thinking maybe this summer we'll go to Colorado in July, maybe mm. sometime around in there. They said that's kind of the best time to hit some of those trails, especially like Tin Cup Pass that we did and some of those. So, I mean, now I think we have more confidence in seeing, you know, trail going, Oh, okay. Can we get around that or not? And, and knowing what we, what we can do. I feel pretty confident if the trail is the same as it was a 10 cup was when we went and did it last time that even the Maverick could get through there. Um, so, so she said, yes, let's go to Tennessee. So maybe I should get the, maybe I should get the, the campground figured out. Of course, last time I got the campground pretty late and, so we'll probably do the same thing yeah. this time. So anyway. So let's say a person places an order in late February. The allocations for scheduling would come the first week of March. Did we answer that earlier? Well, he was talking about January. Oh. Possibly in what time frame he should expect it to get to the dealership. I see. If it were scheduling the first month after that. So place if you place an order in late February. Then we're probably looking at a March allocation mm -hmm. scheduling, and they schedule two months in advance. Yes. So they usually schedule two months in advance. So, like when we start seeing January, it'd be for March scheduling. Yeah. So February scheduling would be happen for April build date. Yes. So if you're wanting like a March build date, you'd want to, you, we'd want to use January's allocation for that if we can get it. And I can't guarantee that. We have, I think last I saw, we were at 38 orders. Um, but and I don't know how many allocations we're going to get. We're not going to get like a big number like we did this last time because that was a two-month uh, scheduling. And I believe that they scheduled because they wanted to get all carryovers. So I think they gave dealers what they needed to get those carry carryover orders scheduled. And that's why we got 150 because we had about that many um, carryovers, priority twos. So what they saw was how many priority twos you had. And that's, I think, what they, they tried doing was giving you the allocations you needed for that. So... I think like January's allocations, I think it's going to be a low number. Um, yeah. I'm probably seeing 20 would be my guess. So I don't think we'll get all of our own schedules uh, scheduled then, but I could be wrong. I could, yeah. it could be, it could change because we already have 19 Mavericks mm -hmm. this month sold. He said he just wants to make sure and understand how it all works. And if you have any questions yep. while we're not doing our live stream, you can certainly call and talk to one of us. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to answer your questions and help you figure it out. Yeah. When I say call one of us, I mean call the dealership sure. and you get transferred to me. <laughs> I'm like, cool, let's go. Although I do have a message on my phone. And you might have to help me figure out how to read that. <laughs> I, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. Yeah, um, the Davises, Lebo and I have more cars, but only because we have an, a Lightning that my father-in-law bought from us so that it can stay in the family that we keep in our garage because he doesn't have room in his. Yeah, our our household, everybody has one other than and then the Bronco. <laughs> that one's a community car. I <laughs> uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> other people can drive it off road, but I'm going to be in there <laughs> well, or at yes. least or at least directing and guiding. Yes, and I'm going to be close. <laughs> Just kidding. 
or your mom. So is the Maverick a community car? <laughs> I might be more flexible on that one. I still need to try driving it. I haven't driven a trimmer Maverick. <laughs> mom says, uh, no. We're going to go. Gonna, I told mom, don't worry. Go you don't need to buy us a Bronco. Our next vehicle is going to be an off-roading vehicle. So um, we looked till Creek's like a green. That's like a one or something. And we're like, oh, boy, that will be so easy after what we've done. But what we need, probably need to do is just we'll just wait for it to snow, and then it'll make it a three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more shorts for the trimmer coming soon. I have a whole list. Because on Friday after you left, I was like, okay, let's let's talk shorts ideas. Let's. Oh, yeah. What are some ideas? So I actually have a bigger list of ideas of things I can do. Maybe I better watch that video. <laughs> hey, everyone said I did a great job. Oh, I believe it. I had a phone call today. I was talking to one of our members. She said I did a wonderful job. I'm sure you did. I just need to know what, what else you promised that I need to know about. I didn't promise anything, just oh, okay. shorts. I do. Yeah. Oh, any word on the fast stop? Uh, no. I don't know what's going on there. I guess... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just order it straight to them. So I have a deal. I think so. I don't have it yet, so might need to figure out what's going on with that. I'll talk to. I haven't talked to Blake. I'll talk to Blake. But yeah, no. Our next vehicle is going to be an off-roading vehicle. I would like to get a Maverick trimmer for my next vehicle. I was, you know, thinking that that could be a fun trip to. Um, Colorado, we can take the Maverick and the Bronco, you know. Take some of the Bronco sport I mean, trails. The campground we stayed at in Colorado. That Buena Vista. Buena Vista was really nice. Yeah. They had some glampers and mm -hmm. some mini houses. We're going to invest in a really nice family tent for us um, and the kids. So we plan. We aren't going to do any big trips this year. We're going to do um, a bunch of small weekend trips, go out to the lake. If you're camping, I mean, it's, it's not too expensive. No. Uh, it's a lot cheaper than a hotel and yeah. such. So. Yeah. Go out to the lake, enjoy some, you know, lake time, going to the beach. Just, you know, we feel one good old tent's enough. like a one night in the hotel. <laughs> you I know, know. Like it that way. One good tent <laughs> is a night in the hotel. After a few trips, you've in, saved so much money. In New York money. anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, but, maybe maybe we'll go to to um, Tennessee to go to that one. I think and when then, it snows, we should plan for like you, Mom, Jaden, and Jeff in the Bronco, and me, Lebo, and the boys in the in the Maverick, or flip it. Yeah, maybe need to get a winch then. Let's <laughs> get stuck. Well, yeah. Um, and yeah. then we can just go out as a group. <laughs> By the way, the air compression worked awesome. Yeah, it was it was nice. Um, so uh, we aired down pretty quick. Um, I will say this, um, that Brian and Melissa, though, between the two of them, they each picked us inside. They probably aired down as fast as I did by the time I got all the hoses out and plugged them in and then they aired it down. It was about the same time. But um, yeah, but they do this for a profession. But I, I, but I did. Uh, Jeff tried helping with. He didn't know how to use the hoses yet because he's new to it. But so I actually didn't had to plug it each side. So yeah. But you know, doing a one person thing, we yeah. I probably aired it down just as quick as they did with two people doing it their way. Yeah. Um. But and then airing up the it worked so nice because I just I just 
I, I tried to set it, but I couldn't figure it out. So I just, I did it manual because it was where you can set the, the gauge and I hadn't, hadn't read how to use it yet. So I was telling them that and she's like, now Tim, Melissa's like, what would we tell you? Uh, know your tools and use your tools before you go out on the trail. <laughs> I'm like, well, I knew you were a backup for an air compressor if we really needed one. And so, um, but no, it was, it was real nice hooking that up and that air compressor just turned it on and that you could see the gauge. And I was asking Jeff, I said, well, what's it at? And it was mirroring what, what the car said on the, the gauge on the, yeah. the, that I had on the hoses. So it worked nice. Cause then I knew when I was getting close and I just let it, and I think it was, you know, 10 minutes we were aired, had all four of them aired up in like 10 minutes. And by the time I, you know, by the figure getting the stuff out, hooked up to the, the battery and everything and the hoses and then putting away, it was 15 minutes we were on the road because actually yeah. the only reason I know that is because I looked at the, the video, the footage, um, cause that the dash cam, mm. it tells you a timestamp. So I know that what time it was when that yeah. video was, the last video was placed. And then the next one started, which is when I started the car up <laughs> was 15 minutes. <laughs> so I knew it was like right at 15 minutes. I'm like, Oh, that's not too bad. So that reminds me. I was going to be doing a video about that. I was going to take my dash cam because when I went out for my vendor sale out to Canton, the fog was heavy. Like I hit that rest stop between Salina and McPherson and the fog just dropped. Like it was a curtain. You just drove right into it. Mm -hmm. It was so heavy. You couldn't see more than maybe a hundred feet in front of you. Mm. I was going to pull my video clip off of that <laughs> from that day of driving. Cause driving back, it was just as foggy all the way back to Salina. Yeah. So it moved from Canton that yeah. way. I did not pull that. So Brandon asked what all-terrain tires come with the FX4 package. Yes. I'm not sure. He's I know hoping for Falcon. Now you gotta go wild track or the tremor to get that. So um, I I have the Falcons on my wild on the maybe tremor. the Pirelli. Yeah, and say probably. So that is the, the wheel you get on the Badlands. The standard wheel in the Badlands is that. If you, you without upgrading to the Wild Peak which you can get. So the Badlands has come standard. So the Badlands that they had for, um, Brian was saying for we go. the, um, the Badlands they used for the, uh, for the Rebel Rally, mm -hmm. that that was Pirelli's. They had to switch them to Wild Peaks. And that mm. was their choice, was to pick Wild Peak. So. so to get Wild Peaks on an FX4, you have to get optional wheel. Oh. But wait, is that F-150? Because FX4 doesn't have an optional wheel for Maverick. Uh, they're, no, when you go FX4, that's the wheel you get. Right. So I think Kevin Ryan's thinking F150. Maybe. And we're talking Maverick. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you FX4, you just get that wheel that it comes with. That's why you can't get the black appearance package with FX4. Mm -hmm. It's because they, they get their own dedicated wheel. So. Yep. Yeah, they won't actually a lot of times they won't tell you what tire you're getting unless it's special like the Wild Peak. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of times it's it's what they can get and so sometimes it's like you get Pirelli, sometimes you get whatever. So that's why a lot of times they won't tell you a brand. They'll just tell you a tire size. Um and that's usually about all you get because they won't cuz it depends if they're having issues with that. Kind of like the <laughs> my rant that I had about the Bronco Sport black that black diamond off-road package getting those Continental. I'm like they they're decent off-road tire but they're not a wild peak, so it's kind of crazy, but anyway. Here we go. We're going to go XLT. What are you on? Law MacArthur's. Oh. 
anyway. You keep going. Um, it says rim is the same as trimmer rim, just different finish. Yeah. Probably is, but it doesn't mean it gets, they're going to give it the same tire, though. So. 4K tow package. Yeah, they don't list which tire you're getting. FX4, you are getting AT tires, so all-terrain. They don't list what you're, what tires you're getting, just all-terrain. Yeah. Yeah, they usually won't, so. Yeah, and then they say, yeah, 4K is all season. Um, I think, though, is it, do they, did they change that to where, I know at one time that was a confusion of that, like the first model you year. You can get an aggressive, um, all-terrain tire 17 inch wheel with all with an aggressive all-terrain tire so that's probably going to have an upgrade it doesn't say which tire you're that's getting probably the wild peak though but yeah yeah it's probably the wild peak so it's just an upgraded tire not wheel um no it does do an upgraded wheel so it looks like the trimmer wheel but without the winch pocket yeah somebody said that here okay yeah huh, so, so there's it off because i knew yeah. you couldn't get fx4 or the well um and I thought it was because of the wheel, but so there, there's an optional FX4 wheel. Good, yeah. good job. It's been a while since I did videos on that. So <laughs> I know it's been a while since I've had a question like that. Yeah. So, and so, yeah, probably. So you go with that optional wheel, then like you said, then you probably get the wild peak, but I don't know for hundred percent. Yeah. You can't load the building price on Ford right now. We don't know why I, I was just made aware of it tonight. Um, but if you go to our, the Law MacArthur website, go over to the little, I call it a burger stack, but it's the three bars up there in the corner. And um, then order your new Ford. And I think he's going to demonstrate. No, I was going to see if. Oh. Uh... Anyways. Yep, Ford's yeah. not found. So go over to the Law <laughs> MacArthur webpage Sorry. and you can build one out there. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh, but I am. All right. Um, oops. Gave me the little error. Try that again. All right. I, I can do this. Share screen. So do you keep the black, black FX4? No. So you're getting an upgraded rim along with that upgraded tire. It's a 17-inch aluminum fate machine. Seventeen inch wheel, and it looks like the trimmer wheel without the orange pocket. So yeah, on our website we have it right under here. Order your new Ford, and then you can should be able to go down to Maverick if you want. There you go. Um, so like you picked XLT. Um, search build, and then ours won't necessarily refresh the picture, but you know you get it. FX4, $800. Oh, that's a cheap package. All right, so you get that package. See, and then you can't get block appearance package with it. And then down here is where you got that, yeah, 17-inch wheel with aggressive tire. And so requires one of the following options, FX4 off-road package or 4K. So you can add that wheel to your 4K toe as well, mm -hmm. and that would get you a more aggressive tire then. Yes. So, which I didn't realize that. So there you go. I just mm -hmm. learned. I mean. And that is a seven ninety five add on, and you can get both of those. 
packages together. Yeah. Which, that. so then you, you can still get it, that aggressive tire. So you can get 4K with instead of all season, you can get the this. aggressive all tire. So you can get tires. this wheel with your 4K, and then you get the all terrain tire if you want. With an upgraded wheel. Yeah. And you, so you get the upgraded wheel on it, and then you get the, the tire. And it doesn't say, it just says aggressive all-terrain tire. Um, and I don't know, we'd have to look if anybody did that option to see whether or not you get the Wild Peaks or not. All right, I'm going Lariat. I want to see so if it's a 17-inch or if it matches. There you go. Have a good night, Misty. Thanks for coming on. Anybody else that leaves as well? We're just chatting away, but yeah, yeah, we're almost done. Um, so if you go up to Lariat, it doesn't have. Oh wait, there it is. So when you go up to Lariat and you add that FX4 package, you do have the like you have an 18 inch rim. Yes. With Lariat, you don't get an 18 inch wheel with aggressive all terrain tire. It only offers a 17 inch. Yeah, so you downgrade to the 17. Yeah. So, yeah. which if you're going on FX for off road anyway, I mean, that might not be a bad deal. Anyway. Yeah. So, Kevin did say mm -hmm. it was Wild Peak in 23, mm -hmm. same option for Lariat. So, there you go. So, basically, I need three different packages for those aggressive all train with FX4 and 4X. Um, you know, you can get 4K or FX4. Um, either one both. of those will yeah. qualify you for the 17 inch. Yeah, you can you can add the 17 inch. Yeah, yes. the, uh, but it does, tire it is 7.95 to add that wheel. Yes. So and tire. If you want the 4K, it's what is Which, it? This is like 700 or 800 for one of them, and then add that. So you're like 1,400 dollars to get one of the packages in that. that tire. Yes, but they're already wanting FX4 and the 4K. Oh, well, they're then, already order, ordering that. So that's just so an 800 dollar add-on. So instead of having to order tires to match or to have that all-terrain, and then just have a set of tires that are just sitting off to the side, you get tires that you want for 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 eight hundred dollars when you could be paying more than that for a new set. Yes. On top of that. Yeah, because you got to figure eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And I know it's just a switch out of wheels, so that's probably not the cost. It's more or less the Rips. tire, or maybe a combination of both. But yeah. Yeah. It is what it is, though. Yep. All right. So I don't know if Brandon meant final question is that was the final question or he's yes, got one more. That was the final question. Are you sure? I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, all right. That's what I have for tonight. That's what you get when I don't, when I'm not working on a Monday. <laughs> Cause usually I have a lot of things already set and ready to go on a Monday. I mean, we, we made it to nine 15. <laughs> all right. He says he'll email me. He'll email. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. And uh, sticking on this long. So yeah. hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully I educated you. So I, I do plan to do a video on the air compressor. I don't know if it'll be on Law MacArthur's or if it'll be on my Ford video guy, but so you want to make sure you're following both. I still have a video on the Ford video guy that I needed to do for, um, I'm going to install some, uh, interior light. 
So Jeff's like, um, what's with your lights? You got like no lights back here. <laughs> here, let me turn this on. I'm like, yep. If you open the door, we can't do that while you're driving, but you open the door, then <laughs> I got dome lights. But um, so that's the one negative to the IEG verse. There's another brand out there that actually um, makes it. But so I got a light that's going to go back there. What would be right above the pass the pass back there. And also realize that <clears throat> on traveling, because I sat back there too, is that, so the Bronco seat sits higher and a lot of vehicles that's called theater style seating. So you don't get seasick as much. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great in most vehicles, but on a Bronco and you're an adult, when you sit up higher, you can't see out the windshield. So you're like doing this. <laughs> it's like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> it was like, and then even the side window, your, your eyes right here. So you're like, doing this so um yeah we kind of realized that it's really a two passenger vehicle not necessarily three. unless you have kids so now a lot of us what we all did is when we were going off-road and, and whoever's in the back they just moved over and sat in the middle and then just they did kind of the lean forward like you kind of sat right between the two because mm -hmm. like she was like so which way did they go i said i don't know i can't see anything back here so Jeff, where'd they go? Because he was up there. So it's like whoever's in the passenger seat, you better pay attention. Because if you put me in the back, I'm not. I'm looking at the scenery. Because that's what I was doing when I was in the back. Actually, there was some time where I enjoyed it. And I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. Because when I'm driving, I'm kind of concentrated on the trail. So mm -hmm. there are times where I wasn't. I was able to look over and look at the scenery. Um, so how was so. the ride in the back? Um, it's fine. Now on the road, it's. Um, I didn't actually ride in the back on the road. Well, I mean, but. Off-roading? So, yeah, off-roading. Because you no you noticed that there was a difference it, between driving and passenger when we were in Colorado. Yes. But I would tell you, there's a lot of places where it wasn't any bumpier than it was in Colorado. Um, but no, in the back, um, you still have that back and forth. Uh, I think like your mom actually was trying to sit in the middle. And she was using both hand things to stabilize. I think working out the abs back there. Um so, yeah, it still is a little bit. But I would say on the road, though, um, they said you couldn't hear anything in the back. It was louder in the back than it is on the front. Um, oh, yeah, most definitely. So, um, and bumpier back there because you're kind of sitting right on that back axle. So, you're kind of, they said the, the rear axle is a little bumpier. Yep. And I probably could adjust my suspension a little bit for that if I really wanted, probably. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway. All right. All right. But it's a fun time. So. All right. I think that's all I have. So, all right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, joining us tonight. Hope you guys learned something and I helped out any way I can. And uh, that's what it's all about. So again, we'll be, we'll definitely have a live stream next week. Um, and Ford should have some news. There probably will be some scheduling next week, but then not after that. So we'll, we'll, we'll let you know by next week if we're going to have a live stream the week after. Um, so tomorrow, you know, back street is back seat is rough. So, yeah, she sat back there because it's not very comfortable. Back yeah. Back, so, um, and there's not like you can't. Now it'd be nice if you could recline that seat back, but anyway, I digress. But all right, there we go. Um, see you next week. All right. Yeah, I was just looking at that one Anthony's comment there. See if I need to answer anything there. But all right. Well, thank you very much, um, and hope you guys have a good week this week. Until um, next week or until the next video, stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself. And we'll see you later.